Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Show podcast powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listen to discretion is advised. Tuesday morning, you know, we got uh, Fox 2 on in the studio here. I realize uh, that parts of South County are underwater. Yeah. It's bad. It is bad. It's bad. Flood concerns. Yeah. Well, they had uh, some pictures from some park, and there, I mean, there are cars underwater. Right. Yeah, what, what, what park was that? Was I don't that know. Fenton, Fenton Park? I couldn't tell. They were kind of flashing all over the place, and... Uh, it was everything underwater. I don't know. Whenever I see floods, I think of our buddy Captain Jim. Oh yeah, Captain Jim's fireworks out there in West Alton is like is it like a floodplain? So every you know every couple of years he's underwater. Mm. And I remember one year, it was really 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 bad. I mean, water was up to the ceiling at that place. If you if you go to Captain Jim's, I think they still have the line, like mm-hmm. they marked the line of where it was. So. Him and his staff were trying to get all, obviously, the fireworks out of the building. Right. And he misplaced the keys of his new car. Oh, no. I think it was a Land Rover, Range Rover, one of those things. Remember this, Moon? No. So they couldn't find the keys to the car, and it was parked next to the building. <laughs> and you know, like, where, where they are there, uh, the, the dirt cheap's right there. It's like a bowl. So that yeah, that, little... that that area fills up. And then the highway's right there. So they're all on the highway. They can't find the keys. And they see the oh. water's rising. Oh. And they can't move the car. Oh, no. That's awful. And the water is up to the door. Is up to the window. 
And I guess those cars have some kind of safety device where if the car goes underwater, the windows automatically open. Oh, no. So they watched So he watched the car. Stay at the bottom. Well, like, (laughs) the waters rise and rise and rise and rise, and he said he saw the the, the headlights flash twice and the windows go down Uh in all the water. Hey, cool feature, though. Cool feature, yeah. It's a good save of life. Like, watching it from the outside. How about you can't find the keys to your car? Yeah. That sucks. Dang, man. That sucks. Jeez. Yeah, that sucks. Man. For for those of us that grew up around here, uh, anytime you say the word flood, the flood of 93. Oh, yeah. Flood of 93. Is what we think of. The flood of 93 was so gnarly, dude. And and there are buildings all throughout Chesterfield Valley that have, if if they were there then, that have the line. Have the line, yeah. Yeah, because I remember church was underwater and it was nine foot, nine foot of just mud. It's hard to even imagine. Straight up the walls. It's hard to even, you know, driving through there every day, it's hard to even imagine what that was oh, like. Oh, dude, it was, right. a, it was a wildly different looking area. Um, and that was before the big strip mall. Yeah, before the... the before Boone's Crossing was really the built levee up. levee was really built up or any of that kind of stuff. But, man, it was... Uh, before Top Golf. <laughs> yes, well, right there well where top golf right there was. where top yeah. golf uh, top golf is. You go down to like Valmire, Illinois. Like um, if you go to Monroe County, so you take the JB Bridge, you get off Route Three right there in Columbia, and you take they have a road out there called Bluff Road, which takes you all the way to Valmire. And Valmire was like completely underwater because it's right there parallel with the Mississippi, and so you can't even go into that community without thinking about the flood. Yeah, I can't even imagine what that looked like. Right, dude. It was a it was a wild wild, and we were just kids, but it was. So it was a wild time. And it wasn't just the people that were n- next to the rivers. Sewers were backing up. Everything was, was I mean, fun. it was going. We had a friend uh, who has, um, he has like a, uh, like a, like a driveway that kind of like dips down and around the house, right? Like into like the, the garage slash basement that's underneath the house, the, the bottom floor. And there's like a drain down there. Cause that's like where everything goes down. Well, there was so much rain, it just couldn't keep up, and his basement was three, Man, three water, foot underwater. I tell you what, water damage, if you got water damage in your house, oh. Oh, dude, I remember it. Like, his just, furniture was floating. I, like, it was just like, holy cow, everything ruined. Uh, like, this is Valmire in 93. Yeah, oh, look at damn. that, dude. Oh, it's like a rushing river. Right. You remember that, Rafe? Wow. The flood of '93. Yeah, that was. Hey. Oh, dude, there was houses crazy. floating yeah. away. Look oh, at that. oh man. man, it was no joke. Like houses here. off their foundation. Insane. Is that the same flood where the dude that documentary we were talking about, where the guy like busted the levee? Hmm. There's a documentary. Was that in Quincy? It's somewhere. You mean when everybody was sandbagging? That would make sense up in Quincy. People were sandbagging, and the dude like he got he's in jail for like domestic terrorism and stuff cause because he, got, he intentionally broke it. Yeah, I think he got drunk or something and went oh down. Gosh. What? But I think he wanted to, like, I don't know. I don't have the details. I probably shouldn't have brought it up. I'm an idiot. Great story, Rafe. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Something Great happened. Story. Tell it again. There's a guy. He's in jail. Oh, There's a documentary. I, had some, I think what he was trying to do was create, like, an emergency for him, just kind of like the skydive guy yesterday oh, who was oh, like, yeah. oh, it's like the firefighters who set the fires. Yeah, he was trying to, like, make a break in the levee so he could be the hero and fix the break in the levee, right. but it just broke the levee open and the whole, everything flooded. Oh, man. And they had him yeah. on, like, camera oh, doing His it. name's James Robert, Quincy, uh, says, oh, West Quincy, Missouri. And that's where he's from, I guess. So is that the Hannibal But it was the side? flood of 93. It was the flood of 93. So yeah. he busted, he, so he busted open the levee <clears throat> just so he could be the guy to save the town. To fix it. To Jeez. fix it. Jeez. Come on. 
and Man. then they caught him. <laughs> it took a couple days to like figure out who was where and like track some cameras, but they. Wow, I think he's doing some. Is he doing a lot of time, Scott? I'm, it says he's currently serving a sentence of twenty years to life. In Whoa! Twenty to life. Twenty to life. Did somebody Woo. did somebody pass away because of that? I think there's it's a, a, what are a few deaths in '93. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 I don't know I if, just, I'm, if I don't that know guy if is directly responsible. I think it was like the property wow. damage, and it's considered an act of ter- domestic terrorism because Holy he broke smokes. he purposely broke a flood levy. Well, I mean, it washed I, out bridges. It did all kinds of. Yeah, it, it was bad. Well, I do. I said that. no one was killed in it. Those uh, those levees, man. That, that's uh, every adult that you knew was going somewhere to fill sand, to fill mm-hmm. bags of, of sand or to build walls. Oh, then had yeah. the upside down uh, cones. Every, I mean, you know, the everybody. upside down uh, orange cones. Yes, as sandbag fillers. School groups, church groups. Wow. I mean, all sorts of yeah. people were getting together and building levees yeah. and sandbagging. I remember that's Budweiser had those white cans that said Budweiser and it had water. And they're giving them out to everybody. Oh, yeah, that's the emergency. They, they have that. Any emergency situation, Budweiser, they'll uh, send a truck full of water. Yeah. It's pretty cool. With, and the white cans. And I don't remember exactly how it affected the rest of the country, but I remember um, that summer, that summer we floated the Colorado River, uh, not in the Grand Canyon, but like a- out there. And it, it was like um, chocolate milk. Like the, because of the flooding and the high water and all that kind of stuff, it was just completely filled with sediment. So mm. even like when you know, there's like pictures of my brother and I and like duckies and uh, and whitewater rafting and all that, mm. and it's it looks like we are floating in chocolate milk. Yeah. And that picture is from flood of '93. Like '93 was one heck of a year around here. Wow. It is, you, that was April 1993. It's when mm-hmm. it all went down. Ah, yeah, the power of water. <laughs> and you know, if you got a flooded basement, you know you never want that to happen again. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, if your basement floods, the sewer backs up, you never want to have that right. happen again. It happened to me. Uh, just well, everything hey. is destroyed. Last year, yeah, last year. Remember, the Central West End was completely flooded out, and all those houses in like South City went flooded. Oh yeah, yeah. Steph, uh, yeah. who well, works nights, all all of her belongings were completely in her basement and just gone. Yeah, that's awful. awful. That's yeah, because once the water recedes, you have mildew. And you have all that other gnarly, nasty stuff that goes along with everything being wet. Mm-hmm. Mine, mine flooded. Did I talk about this on air? Mine flooded, and I was just lucky enough to need something from the basement because nobody would have been that. Oh yeah, we talked about that when it happened. And I was just lucky enough to walk down there and need something, and just splish splash, and I was like, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, and you know, panic. But like, had I not found that for another day or two, right. I'd have lost yeah. all the walls. Man, that sucks. Well, I'm thinking about you guys down there in South County. Definitely. Um, okay, so who's got the oldest car here? Hmm. By Rafe. far, Rafe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What year is it? A 97? 96. 96. Classic. This yeah, when, do, when does a car become classic? 25. 25 years. 25 yeah. years. You can get a historic plate, technically. Yeah, dude. And never <laughs> oh, have yeah, to, I never have should. to plate it again after this year. <laughs> I'm just going to get a, a historic I'm tag. I'm going to get a... Uh, 96 Cherokee plate that says Jeep thing. What? Wait, what's the? Isn't there a rule with historic plates though? You can't like. You're I mean, not supposed to put X amount of miles a year. Yeah, I was gonna it's say, like, like three thousand. If there's an officer that sees a historic plate every single day on a 96 like, Cherokee, right, brother, you're done with that. Yeah, it's not like a you know a, you know old Mustang <laughs> yeah. or something like that. It's a 96 <laughs> Cherokee with, for, it, with uh, historic plates on it. Sunday drivers. <laughs> I didn't make the rule. All right, all I did was take care of a classic car. 
that is now aged into. Wouldn't it be funny if I just it was actually worth something just because it got so. How about old. this? I drove by a church. It on is, Sunday. dude. It will be. It will be. Like he. I mean, think of the box bodies. Everybody's just throwing those things in in fields. Box body trucks. You can find one of those. Like if it's in good condition, you take care of it. It's like 50 grand. I drove by on Sunday a church, and there was a Corvette club there. And it was, you know, it's usually men in their late 50s, 60s, you know, with their old Corvettes all shined up. All, everybody's got the hoods up, and everybody's got the Corvette gear on. I want you, Rafe, to start your own 96 Cherokee club. I just see go them on to, the road, dude. Just go to a random church just by yourself and just have the, have the hood up. Right. <laughs> like, it's a club of one. Dude. It's like dead leaves in the I, engine. I, I, know, I know you're making jokes, but I'm telling you, you got... Less than a decade. I, I, bet, I bet you if you just really like, just kind of like, just baby it. Baby it for 10 years, hold into it. Oh, I'm going to. The, the, the bo- <laughs> it's bottomed out as far as the value. And it's going to slowly start going up. Especially because oh. it's a Jeep. I'll tell you something, bro. You seen the Kelly Blue Book on a 96 Jeep Grand Cherokee no. lately? What is it? Upwards of $700. <laughs> I'm telling you, hold on, That's baby. Amazing. Hold on. Yep, so, I'm getting close. Hold on. Uh, okay, so look up like an 86. No, I'm saying. Find like, you a 76 that was wagon more than I thought. Oh, okay. 700 bucks. Sitting on a gold mine. Upwards of 700 <laughs> Closer to eight. Hang on, I'm going to And what would you rate the condition of the car in? I would say if I were to go from mint, it's not mint. Condition, I would say it is in fair condition. Mm-hmm. Okay, if so we're right a baseball card, I would rank it probably at a six point four. Okay, out of ten. Out of 10. Uh, okay, the glue, good. I will say this: the glue aged out of the interior, and I had to pin it all up, tack it all up myself. So I did a good so, job. So the ceiling, there the- is an asshole in the leather, and I—that's not a curse word. Those are two separate words. Right. There's a hole where my ass has dug the leather out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. That's amazing. And, and ass. Space. Space, space, space. <laughs> hole. Hole. Yes. Right. Just in case anyone's <laughs> listening, I don't want to get flagged. Okay, check it. 1976 Jeep Wagoneer. My wallet and years of just driving to gigs is just bored out a hole in the foam of the... I need a new bucket seat for sure on the driver's put, side. Just put a little money into the interior and... But I will say that. it is peanut butter leather, which is... Was it was high grade, dude, and also has the gold. Nice. It has Man. like the remember the like the Eddie Bauer gold. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. What yeah. are you? I got a crazy? special. I got a. It's a limited. I'll buy those off you now. At, okay, so Moon's dude, got I've, pulled up a a seventy six Cherokee. No, it's no, got, that's a Wagoneer. Uh, I'm sorry, Wagoneer. It's got fifty one thousand miles on it. Yeah. How on, many miles is your on this motor? And it's at sixteen five. I got about two hundred and eighty six thousand miles on. it. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I bet you this one did too. For a minute there. You hey, dude, until you roll until you rolled everything back. I what want it to be a million it? miler. It is a white 96 Jeep Grand Cherokee Limited. And I have it has the spare tires never been out of it. And it is in a I have a mint condition. Someone told me I could sell the rim that's inside my Jeep because it is it's not a spare tire. It's like an actual It's an actual tire. So it's an a rim with like the gold flake, Eddie Bauer edition or whatever it is, in mint condition, and people want them. Car collectors, because there are a lot of these on the road, and there are Jeep enthusiasts who love Jeeps. Someone's like, you could probably sell that for like seven hundred bucks. Yeah, for yeah. for almost more wow. than the car. A lot of people are that buying these That might be what the blue book is. <laughs> Did you buy the car new? No, you know what's crazy, man? I got this car. My mom worked with a lady who was marrying a heart surgeon. 
and her engagement present was a hardtop Mercedes convertible. And I was just, it was in college, and she was like, I was looking for a car, my car had broken down, and she was like, I'm going to get rid of my Jeep, I'll sell it to you for what I owe on it. And they had made like double payments on this thing. I think she sold it to me for like $1,500. Oh, wow. Dang. And, and I have had worth. it for 20 20 years, That's 20 amazing. plus years. That's amazing. That's Is it, amazing. You, you wow. got the diesel? No. Oh, I probably okay. bought it in like 2001. So I've had it for 22 years. There's a lot of them that are diesel. Now, I, now I, I bring it up. So I bring Rafe's car up. So the car is, you know, 20, almost 25 years old. It's my Millennium Falcon. I know exactly where to hit the dashboard. <laughs> Americans are holding onto their cars longer. Oh, yeah. So, do you know the average age of a passenger car on the road today? I'm going average. 15 years. 15 years. What is the average? So, if, so cars passing by right now on Olive, average Man, age. I don't think it's that old. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm gonna say eight or nine. Eight or nine years. I'm going ten. Ten years. You say 15, mm-hmm. Rafe? Uh. I don't think cars are built to last anymore. Not to sound like my grandpa, like Ford and the Chevy, out to last you your whole life. But I, I would say, I'll go twelve. You're closest. It's twelve and a half years. Wow. So dang. the average age of a passenger vehicle on the road right now is is twelve and a half years. Now, why are people not buying new cars? There's a bunch of reasons. Well, I'm not buying a new car because I bought it in 2018 and it was a 2017 and like that thing has less than 100,000 miles Okay, so on. your car still runs. It's fine. And it's paid off and I'm not wanting fine. a car payment I right now. I think they're not buying them because they're too damn high. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're expensive. Because they're hella expensive. Hella That's expensive. why. They're a second house. They're, I was telling, me and Moon were talking about this the other day because he was looking at that Wagoneer and I'm looking for, uh, I'm not getting rid of the Jeep, but I might have to get get another car. And I'm like, man, I remember when like 25 grand to 30 grand would buy you a nice car, a right. nice car, not entry level, not a Dodge Neon. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like those were like eight grand. Yeah. If the Neon came out right now, it'd be 30 grand. And it wasn't that long ago. It really wasn't. It was like 15 years ago, which is on the grand scheme of things isn't that long ago. Well, I have the average price of a new car. Oh, Can, yeah. Do, do you oh, have it compared to like a decade ago or two, two uh, decades ago? I have it from, so... From three years ago. So it's gone up a lot since then, too. So, yeah, so I'll say, ago. so from three years ago, the average price of a new car has gone up 24%. Well, don't forget. From three years ago. It wasn't 2020. Wasn't that like the used market was just insane? Crazy. Also the computer chip shortage. Oh, that's right. Okay. Whoa, that was three years ago? 2020 triggered a global shortage because of the pandemic of automotive computer chips. And a bad potato yield, right? And and that component, that you know, computer chip, not the potato chip, runs everything from radios to gas pedals to transmissions. So the shortage of the computer chips slowed assembly lines around the world, making new cars uh, not as available for mm-hmm. local dealerships. Just when, and back in 2020, people caught, people kind of riding high on on money. People wanted to buy cars, but there weren't enough cars to buy. Right. So the average price now to buy a new car is forty-eight thousand dollars. Goodness, <laughs> oh, man. Man. How much? 
That's average nuts, price bro. of a new average. car. But that's like the fancy of fancies, right? That's more average. Oh. That's crazy, man. Yeah, My wife and I bought our first car together back in 03. It was a uh, 2003 Toyota Matrix. I think it was $17,000. Yeah. And it was your, you know, it was your, it was probably sixteen five seventeen thousand dollars 2009 my grandma cashed in my so my dad died left me an inheritance went into her name i needed a new car in 09 she bought me a brand new 2009 chevy malibu had it delivered to the union station stations <clears throat> and it was like twenty thousand yeah. dollars and i had that thing until you know i had it for 10 plus years mm. yeah there used to be i mean the low the entry-level cars used to be like escorts uh, Nissan Sentra, like yeah. every company yeah. had like their entry level new car, and yeah. it was like fifteen thousand bucks. The Accord, the Neon, the Neon, mm -hmm. and it was like fifteen to twenty grand. And there aren't really. I mean, I think like Kia Souls are like twenty five base model, but it's like so. You, so that's also a lie because you get on the website, and if you if you want to even add like wheels. Yeah, like yeah. By the time you like, oh, you want rims? It's, it's gonna be five grand. Oh, you want doors? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, like, by you the didn't time tell you us. just add on the very basic <laughs> accoutrement, you're at thirty-one. Yeah. Okay. So forty-eight thousand dollars is the average price, and to get an auto loan, so to get a loan, typical loan rates on new car purchases have ballooned to seven percent. So, the national average monthly auto loan payment. If you get a new car, it's seven hundred twenty-nine bucks. Jeez, that is prohibitively high for a lot of people. Right. Like they can't afford to get a new car. That's why they're not getting them. Some of the that's things... why the average, the average age of a car is twelve and a half years old. Yeah. So some of the things, and this feels weird too because I didn't do this with the uh, with my older kids, but it, and 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 it wasn't a conversation that my parents had with me, but like. We are talking with the kids at a much younger age just about, like, how credit works, how to build credit, how to, like, really uh, make sure you're working with, like, the right financial institutions. Like, when I was a kid, like, I thought all banks were the same. I, I, you know, like, I didn't I didn't know what credit was or how to do that. I thought it just happened. You, yeah. you, you just grow up and there it is. Credit <laughs> was something I got on spring break in front of a senior frogs because <laughs> there was always, like, people out there. Sign up for a credit card. Oh, and I get a free Frisbee? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. Cool. all right. <laughs> free hacky? That's dope. <laughs> yeah, but we're having, we're having like, serious conversations. And You, you guys know. want to play Frisbee? We want to have a Frisbee. Well, you know, the uh, the American Express guys out in front of Senior Frogs just sign up for a credit card. No problem. Yeah, man. It's a different, it's a different world. My, Max my, it out. My, my kids have accounts. Like, my, my daughter learned, like knows how to use the app, like, understands That's good, man. all this stuff. I believe, and I think they ban this now. I, I think they ban like credit card companies from going on to campuses. Campuses now. I think, if I remember right, back in ninety five, ninety six, credit card companies came into the high school. Yeah, it wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't me. be surprised. Wow. Like I think those companies came into high school. I remember them being around a lot of places that I would be. They were at the mall. They were giving away, you know, a blues towel or something. Maybe not a blues towel, but like you know, it was it was something some like that. Stupid little. It was something that I would go, oh heck, thing that's that cost cool. them a penny. <laughs> right, like like you said, hacky sacks, frisbees, whatever. But they were like they were places yeah. that we were, the mall, um, 
different shops like that. I think they were just outside of uh, maybe maybe it was Blues games or Cardinals games or something like that, right? Like or, or music festivals, maybe. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, both. Somebody emailed in. 1988, brand new F-150, fully loaded, $9,000. I'm telling you, man, you hold those. I know that was like 30 years ago, but that's not that long. Like, if you start thinking about, like, if the average costs, like, what's a new F-150 fully loaded right now? Oh, I, I'm at a guess. 60? 70,000. Yeah, it's got to be 70. starts at 70. So, like. Because, well, trucks are luxury vehicles. Well, I, well, I got the average price. I got the average price of a used car, too. That ain't good either. Man, no, if, if, that ain't good either. No. If Scott still had, if Scott, if you still had that old, what was it, a Chevy? Yeah, I could retire. Uh, oh my gosh, the guys, the the first car that this guy had was the biggest monster truck thing on earth that you couldn't pay somebody <laughs> to take off of his hands. Yeah, because you know it starts with a screwdriver. You can't lock the doors, the right. back window. You can just slide it open. I'm pretty sure it had bullet, no. bullet holes in the in the in the tailgate. Yeah, there's no gauges that worked. So I had no clue how fast I was going, if yeah. I had gas or not. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, that's nothing. every guy's car that I ever dated, like, I in forgot. high school. That's had So none of the gauges work? It had no, no and dash, I started dude. with the screwdriver. I'd hide the screwdriver under the seat. Yeah. So you just have to guess how fast you were yeah. going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the greatest thing is, too, anytime he'd let me drive it, he'd go, oh, don't forget, man, you got to, like, rev in the stop signs. And I didn't know what that meant, but he would, <laughs> anytime you were about to stop, if you just stopped and let it come to a stop, it would die. So you'd have to go, and then, and then slow it down. Sure. I mean, uh, my first car, nothing so ridiculous. worked. I mean, it ran. I've talked about it on here. Rafe 23, baby. It was a doo-doo brown <laughs> hatchback that had a toilet seat and a throw pillow duct tape with a seat cover over it. It had been completely stripped out. It had an igloo cooler where the back seat was supposed to be. Just a piece of crap. And then my mom ordered vanity plates for it just to make sure I never got laid in high school. It'd be worth a fortune right now. Uh, that car would not be worth it. <laughs> <laughs> his, his truck would. Rafe 23? Yeah. <laughs> Sound like my name was John. You know what I mean? Like, I have yeah. a very specific name, and my mom thought that. I was like, the vanity plates probably cost more than the car. It was 150 bucks. It had three wheels. I had to go to the junkyard and find a fourth wheel and put it on there. But it ran forever. I changed an alternator. That was the only thing that ever went out on it. Right, We drove it for two years. Stick shift. Didn't have to push in the clutch. Just... Slide right in. Wow. That was right a total uh, parent move in Southern Illinois than getting your kid their vanity, vanity plates. plates. Yeah, because my dad, yeah. when he bought me my, you know, used Chevy Cavalier, it was, uh, yeah. he, he put, because he, I loved punk music at that time, and so he thought it would be cute to have a punk out one, like, I'm a punked out one kid, and only it was P-N-K-O-U-T-1, oh, and so everybody would be out. like, rock out with your pink out. I'm like, what? Uh, damn, that's not damn what it's it, supposed dad. to be. <laughs> You gotta think these things through, old man. Well, I was driving doing, a, man? I was just driving a. Well, it's a breast dirt. cancer awareness car. Yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. or vagina awareness, or that. <laughs> Mine was just a rolling turd with my name on it. So. <laughs> <laughs> and just in case any girl's like, he's kind of cute, and I'll be like, I wonder which car's his. It's like all oh, my buddies one. whose dads like hooked them up. You know, had their like project car with their dad. They got when they were sixteen. Right. T top. A lot of T-top Monte Carlos where I'm from. Let's put it that way. They were sweet. That's a cool, looking, that's cool, a cool car. Man, cool I, was, car. I was jealous of the kids uh, that had dads that like worked on cars oh, and, yeah. would, and would gift yeah. them a car. Like, yeah, yeah when my they dad turned 16. I, but, uh, my buddy, he still got his Dodge Dart Swinger, man. It was a a cool, present father and a car. Lucky <sighs> you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was an interesting, interesting time when you hit high school and you see 
oh, he's got this kid's driving a Dodge Stealth, and I'm you know I'm over here in the in the Cavalier that was owned by nuns, so it won't go over fifty five. Yeah. Shakes apart. And then uh, looking like a damn ladybug. Yeah, and then we got the guys with the classics. My buddy had a '56 Bel Air. It was so sick, dude. That is oh, it was the coolest. But then you know, um, <laughs> Scott's driving his monster truck with no dash. <laughs> well, and, and you know, well, back then, innocent dash. times. Who cares? As long as it got you from A to B, it, it did. It didn't matter. And it was also like I'd pile the half the baseball team in that thing, dude. And it'd be the no shocks. Yeah. You hear the tires rubbing on the wheel wells as I went down the highway. <laughs> I was just stoked to not be riding my bike anymore. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it, it was, was fine for it me. It was freedom. It didn't matter. It was. Yeah, I yeah. didn't, it didn't, I mean, it sucked. It was mine. But it was still, yeah, it was just freedom. And now look at us. We have to think about interest rates. Now, no. now I'm like, oh my God, 7%? Right. Holy cow. No. Uh, so my wife, you know, leases her car. We, you know, want to buy the car out of lease mm -hmm. at the end of the lease. And, uh, the bank's saying 9%. Wow. And we have good credit. 9%. We got like 580. Where are you at? What my score is? <laughs> What's the score? Bring it out. Bring it out. High, high 700s, you know, low, low 800s. Yeah. Dead. Nice. Me too, man. Pretty good. Yeah, I, I take pride in my credit score. Me too. My, uh, <laughs> Don't you check it. Don't you check it. That's the one thing my grandpa was very Italian about car. He didn't play any of that, dude. He'd get my grandma. He didn't spend any money. He was a tight dude. Built his house, bricklayer. Built his house. I don't even know. Nineteen, maybe in the eighteen hundreds. I don't know when he built it, but it was old. And the only thing he'd spend money on is he'd get uh, my grandma a new Cadillac every year, and wow. he would go and he would go with a with an Italian wad of yep. cash. And he'd talk to the guy, and he'd talk him down, yep. and he'd talk him down, and he'd get his deal, and they'd go, all right, let's get the financing going. He's like, no need. Yeah. Lick his finger, <laughs> pull his wad out, Hell and yeah. pop, 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 pay cash. And every year he'd go trade in the old one, and he'd pay the difference in cash to get her the new one. That was yeah, one thing he awesome. spoiled my grandma. That is really cool. That's my grandma as well. And she never drove it. Right. She almost never drove. Never drove the old one. It just sat It just sat in the garage. It looked good in the driveway. I don't think my dad has Cutless. ever financed a car. He always believed against financing. Yeah, he, I get that. He, 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 it was, it, but like, and 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 I may be wrong here, but I, I always got the impression that he had like this, like very biblical, like never owe a man anything kind of sure. locked yeah. in rule. Cash is king. And he thought financing, in that sense, was like owing somebody something. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I'm not having that. If I don't have the cash, I'm not. I can't. I can't sure. buy the car. That's dust. That's because they lived through the depression, dude. right? Financial freedom. Well, you save money. You can depression. pay your debts out. Like you're free. Oh yeah, I did one of those Dave Ramsey courses. You know that financial guy, the bald yeah. guy, Dave oh, yeah, Ramsey. Yeah. I've done that. I've done that. Uh, rule number one: Stop buying coffee. Uh, yeah, he's like, you know, he drives a used car, so he says, you know, never has any, you know, car payments. Sure. Yeah, he has a whole. There's a YouTube video he made where it shows how you can start with like a terrible beater, and within I forgot it was like ten years or something like that you're paying cash for. Cars that are worth, you know, like forty-five grand or whatever. Sure. Because you're trading them in all the time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's also accessible, man, which always bummed me out. Like where I'm from, you know, people. I would say the mean income wasn't super high where I grew up, uh, but it would be like that was the thing that was because of the car companies will finance and put you in a financial hole. That was like the thing that you could get. It was attainable for poor folks. And I feel like it took advantage of them. There'd be like a $50,000 Dodge Ram sitting out in front of a $20,000 single wide trailer. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, 
Because people didn't know how money works. Well, so, okay, so average price of a new car is $48,000. Uh, interest rate 7% on a new car. Average price of a used car, which is up 40% since the pandemic hit. Oh, yeah. Is 29000 Wow. A used car Bonkers. with an average loan rate of eleven percent. Goodness. So the average loan pay, so the average payment per month for a new car is seven twenty nine. For a used car, it's five sixty three. Now, there's a wild. Flip, there's a flip side here, though. Remember, you're also buying a vehicle that has more value and most likely will retain more value than a car that you would have bought new in ninety eight. Also, I know these are high interest rates comparatively to what we're used to. But as my dad says, too, you know, he's like, well, I bought the house in 1968 for this price for 21% because that's, that was the, that's how it worked. Lower prices, higher, yes. higher interest. Yes, yes, so, yes, like, yes, you know, like this is, all, this is all relative and it's all cyclical. Sure. And it's all like yeah. if, if you understand it rather than just looking at it and going, oh, my gosh. Yeah, but you know what, though? The, at that time, the price of eggs weren't, you know, 10 bucks for 12 Right, right. Yeah. We're also making a lot more money than we were in 1990 because— Inflation and blah, Gina's blah, 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 got blah, a Camry, so. dude, that she bought pre-pandemic, but it was like 2011, probably like 50,000 miles on it. Camry LE, it's a nice, nice car. Well, Reliable. She got it for $10,000. I looked at the same car in like Carvana, 2011 Camry with a hundred plus, like over a hundred thousand miles on it, is going for like seventeen k right now. Yeah, Jeez. so it's, wow. it's it's amazing. So people are keeping their cars. So the average average age of a passenger vehicle is twelve and a half years. So you got payments. Like people don't want to make payments. They don't want an extra payment, so they're holding on. Hey, I paid off my car. Mm -hmm. Why get another car where I have to have another payment? Right. I love it. Um. So people are choosing to stick with what they have. And even if it means spending more on repairs and maintenance, uh, this article I read, uh, they, they interviewed an, an auto mechanic, and he says, man, we're seeing cars in here all the time with 250,000, 300,000 miles. Right. And it's not any major repair work we're doing on it. As long as you maintain, as long as you bring your car in mm -hmm. for routine maintenance, you know, get your oil changed every, you know, five, 10,000 miles. Uh, tires rotated, right. make sure everything's all right. Your car's going to last. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of what I mean. Like, the, the value of these cars is worth a lot more than my Corsica was. You know, my Corsica kind of wasn't built to last. And you know what? I've done the rare thing. I've been, like, fortunate enough to do the absolute rare, like, just diamond sort of move. I've owned three vehicles that I sold for more than I bought. By the way. unheard of. By the way, think about this, too. When was the last time you saw a rusty car on the road? Well, there's a couple where I live, so. Well, the new cars don't rust. Right, yeah. These aren't as, as yeah. new, but so, I know what you're saying. So engines run longer now. Bodies don't rust as quickly. Uh, car manufacturing has improved over time. So, yeah, so it's got a lot more electronic stuff where your dad would say and my dad would say, more stuff to break. Yeah. Mm -hmm. True. But it's lasting. And that's the other thing, too, is, like, the difference between, like, an F-150 back in the day and now. I'm not sure yeah. you can get one without all the bells and whistles. And it's uh, they're freaking luxury vehicles. So, like, for sure. I mean, you're getting what you're paying for for the most part. Like, I, you know, I'm trying to not to be all, all negative about this because you've been in a new car recently? It's pretty nice, dude. The seats are AC'd. You got all this. Sure. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I have a man. friend who's a mechanic, and he's a, he drives an old, he's always driving a Honda, some kind of old Honda that's like he picked up. He found up. his brand. He's like, man, he goes, the problem is that people don't, somewhere along the lines, advertising 
tricked us into thinking that cars, new cars were a necessity when they were a luxury. And he's like, there's nothing wrong with buying a car that's like five years old. It still will run forever. You'll get it for half the price. It'll be new to you. And he's like, don't go, don't fall for it, man. Don't hey, go spend 70K what on kind a of, new car. What kind of Jeep are you driving around, Scott? Mountaintop Motors gave, uh, it's yeah, sweet. It's a uh, Safari Wrangler, I guess. What year? 2018, I think. Okay, so it's about the same. Yeah, it's pretty the same I mean, as my car. Like the same, it's got everything. Uh, the same year as my car. My car's a 2018. There's not much of a difference between the newer Jeeps and the and the 2018s, right? What year is yours? Uh, mine's a 2020. So, and there's not much difference between you our know? cars. Yeah, if you, see, I have a. My car's a twenty. You got heated seats and heated steering wheel. Man, I got it all. That's pretty cool. It kicks ass. That's pretty. Cool. It makes all the difference. Seats. Oh my goodness! I had the heated seats cool. going this morning. Just feels so cozy. Okay, so let's Ooh. talk about the cars we have. Now, I can buddy. take the doors and the roof off in forty degree weather. Ain't gonna bother me. I think we all, you know, take care of our cars. Yeah. yeah do our best to. I get the oil change regularly. Uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, you know, I don't abuse my car. My car's not a, a disaster. It's not a mess. But we all pick our nose in our car. Right? What? Don't we? Don't we all pick our noses? Of course. I try not to. Do we not bleed when we pick? <laughs> what? Do we not it's, pick our noses in our car? Am I not a man? <laughs> we all pick our nose when we're in our car, right? I mean, I try not to, but yes, I have done it. Okay. Where do you put the boogers? Out the window. You flick them? Yep. For the birds. Some For people are not flickers. Birds. I've no. never thought about that before. Some are. They put them in what I like to call the booger graveyard. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So they go to the Are you talking about the side door, the little trash space that you put all your, you know, like when you got a wrapper or something? Because sometimes that happens too. Like if I got a Kleenex, I'm like shoving that thing up there, blowing okay, my nose. Okay. Let's say you're driving to work this morning. So I'm driving to work. It's three o'clock in the morning. It's pouring out. Uh huh. If I, I mean, it was pouring this morning. Mm -hmm. Let's say I'm, I'm two knuckles deep in my nose. I got myself a, <laughs> oh, you know, a good man. nose goblin. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And if I open up the window, I'm going to get, I'm gonna get, uh, I'm gonna get oh, soaked. Yeah, Where am I putting it's, it? It's impossible. Where's, where's, the, your, where's oh, the booger God, graveyard? Where is it? Where is it, and it's probably Where is it, it didn't happen, but I'm just saying, <laughs> I put that well, in the, well, the, the, well, the move is always have napkins in the, uh, yeah, exactly. in the thing. That goes right into a napkin, goes into a ball, goes into the trash thing on the side, well, and that goes in the trash can. That's a civilized out. person does that. Right. Sure. I bet you most I mean, people do yeah, that. But maybe when I can open napkins. up my earthquake preparedness kit. <laughs> I told you I had a fire starter on my Wipe mirror. it on my life jacket, too. But <laughs> sometimes the booger graveyard comes. Where's the booger graveyard? There's different ones. I've seen uh, passenger side floorboard. Because for some reason, that's like no man's land to the when you're a driver. Yeah, it doesn't exist. My friend is like, <laughs> yeah. That's what I call I have a friend. She calls it her booger graveyard. She's like, <laughs> yeah. it's where they all go. And then when I vacuum, I just assume when I clean my car, oh, that's where So you're flaking, but sometimes you can't get a clean flick. No. Nope. And then it's the... It's I got in someone's floor, car, right? dude, that like, it's so funny to me because it was a Nissan Versa. And it's like, there's no console. So they were doing the side wipe on the side of the seat, <laughs> side uh, bottom. Oh, this makes me want to vomit But it right was now. like, dude, it just... Uh, it looked like a Jackson Pollock painting over there. So yeah. It's just like, what <laughs> is going on? And they're yes. like, huh? Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you can't, you don't have a console. There's nothing hiding that surface area. Yeah, it's just a bunch of rock candy If you're down going there. like down yeah. the side. Yeah, yeah. Dude. <laughs> yeah dude. Woo! The stalagmites and stalagmites. Yeah, yeah, and I was dude. like, have you no shame, woman. Bunch of rock what about candy. under the front of your seat? No, front seems that's like part a, of the booger graveyard, I would under say. Under the yeah. front. 
It is a booger graveyard, but you got to walk through that graveyard sometimes when you want to adjust the seat. If you or find your keys. If you've got the old school slide. Yeah. Or yeah, but how often do you do on that? You're, you got your seat. I'm just saying, dude, you get haunted by the ghosts of boogers past down there. That's a graveyard that's haunted. Now, there's no denying that nose picking is a relatively gross habit, right? Absolutely. Sure. And if you're going to indulge in it, uh, you're likely to do it in private. Right. Ensuring there's, uh, you know... Uh, there's a tissue nearby, uh, so it's not utterly disgusting, but sometimes one's not available. So this guy took to Reddit uh, when he realized the site of his uh, of his wife's nose-picking graveyard. No. <laughs> this is grounds for divorce already. He was horrified, and he felt he had no choice. I have no choice but to take this to social media. <laughs> no, you have a choice, but I'm glad you, I'm glad uh, yeah, you did. Yeah, we need content, thanks. Um... <laughs> When he so so he said he noticed uh, her 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 picking her nose while she was driving uh, in their car, and he was he was in passenger, but he'd never seen her dispose of the of the of the boogies. Mm-hmm. Like he saw her he saw her picking the nose, but didn't see a window didn't open, a flick didn't happen. There was no napkin. It just hmm. oh no. Wh- where to go? <laughs> hmm. Poof. Vanished. Where'd I go? So he took a closer look at her steering wheel. No. <clears throat> and she was wiping her nose goblins on the on the steering Can wheel. Can you oh, the yeah. steering on, on wheel? The like the oh, no, all over the front of it. That's like, oh, and he put, a graveyard. he put a picture of it, too. On Ew. No. My goodness. He captioned the picture, which showed snot all over the wheel. Oh. I've watched my partner pick her nose while she drives, but never made the connection of where she wipes her snot. Until I drove her car. Oh, my God. And he posted <laughs> so the picture and read its uh, mildly infuriating fo- uh, forum. It showed a steering wheel covered in crusted snot. Damn. You want to eat one of these booger jelly beans over here? Mm-hmm. for Because the, the show, that's Dude. all I'm tasting right now Damn. in my mouth is those nasty jelly beans. Blah. Oh, man, that is... That is uh, bad. That's bad not bad. a graveyard, dude. <clears throat> that's like putting heads on pikes out in front of your house. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that is... That's some Vlad the Impaler stuff there when you're putting boogies right on the steering wheel. Yeah, I'm some, of the, some of the comments were funny, like, uh, you know, snot wheels <laughs> instead of hot wheels. Uh, that's not funny. So I can only imagine how the place of residence looks. Good Lord. Yeah, it's vile. Vile. Jeff like, says there's, that. There's a window, right? Just give it a, a little flick. <laughs> little flick. Listener Jeff says, my lady has an eye booger graveyard on her makeup mirror. It's absolutely disgusting. An eye booger one. Mm. Come on, man. She named each one? What's huh. the point of keeping it? Now, how come those aren't uh, looked down upon? Eye boogers? Yeah, in the, in the same way. I mean, how, how why, I mean, I don't, it's I coming mean, out of I mean, eye boogers nasty. are not as Not prevalent. as what? Not as prevalent as your... Mom, maybe not. I don't know, man. I don't, I mean... I don't really have wet eye boogers. Well, I mean, yeah. In the morning, I'll wake up and I got like crusty ones, but yeah, crusty that's ones. That's it. And what do, what does one do with the crusty? Well, ones? I wash my face in the shower and they go down the drain. Yeah, that's it. That's what I do. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> I put mine in baby food jars. Mm. Oh, that's man. good. <laughs> Howard Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're worried about somebody cloning you, so you don't that's want right. those things. Right. Uh, There's only one of me. See, <laughs> you don't want those things around just in case. But, uh, yeah, gross. Her snot graveyard is her steering wheel. And if you care to look a picture, no, uh, look at look nah, a picture of it, it's, it's up there. This is another thing a guy uh, went to 
went to social media to complain about his uh, his partner. So, uh, okay. A guy is asking if he's wrong to judge his girlfriend for being naked around her dog. I mean, I, I was weird at first, like, when I got my cat, like, when Clover came to live with us. I was like, I don't want to be naked around my cat. And then I started realizing, like, what am I doing? Like, she doesn't know what's going on. So now I'm just normal. Like, if I'm changing. The cat's If I'm are taking there, a whatever. shower and the dog wanders in the bathroom, yeah. I do kind of get weird. Oh, man, you know what's so funny is I don't at all with no. radio. I don't. Because radio doesn't care. She doesn't, like, interrupt any times, if you know what I'm saying. And uh, we were ba- we were oh, babysitting. We were dog-sitting my brother's dog. And uh, I got weird. I got weird. It's weird. The dog, I don't know well, why. The, I don't know. It should like, be weird, but it's dog weird. follows us everywhere, and, you know, like, she was following us, and I was like, oh, man, uh, uh, we had to lock, lock this dog out of here for, for a minute. Like, I, I don't... I don't know this dog well enough to have her That's watching That's what I'm me. like, yeah. <laughs> Who are you to walk in? I, I don't want her watching me. <laughs> It'd be impossible. Clover every morning gets up with me, and she wants, she's in the bathroom on the rug looking at me while I'm showering. So it's, there's no awkwardness. <laughs> she doesn't, she's probably like, where's your fur at? Like, what just happened Like, to I you? could be home alone, and the dogs are hanging out in the, in the, uh, in the, in the bedroom, and I'll go into the bathroom, take a shower, and I'll close the door. Because yeah. I don't want the dogs coming in. Well, see, I don't do that because radio is my dog. I think this is because it's my brother's dog. I don't want her, I don't want her going back telling my brother something. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Well, was, I just assumed it was like, you never know. Strange dog. Strange. They're right at crotch level. Ooh. The yeah, danger. That was, that was one of the thoughts is like, I don't want to be interrupted. That would be my thought. But at the same time, maybe it was also because it was my brother's dog. What, to bite your dog. doodle off? Well, you <laughs> never know, dude. I don't know this dog. <laughs> I will say this. One night I was sleeping, not to go here, but like I, sometimes I sleep without a shirt on and it was right after we got Clover and she bit me on the nipple in the night and woke me up. So like, you just never know like what's going to happen. So I understand. Well, yeah, mother's milk. Sorry for the visual, but it was bad. I was, I was like, ow! Like, oh my God. So this guy writes my- Tim, Simba, Tim, how dare you? That's like part of- Simba licked my b-hole early on, and like the big dog was Tina. What? When me and Tina got together, I had the little dog. She had the big dog. You know, man, early in the relationship, you're having sex in strange places. Things are weird. You might be on the dining room table. Who knows? You might be doing the pile driver in the living room floor. And a wheelbarrow here, a wheelbarrow I got a little there. too comfortable, man, and I was squatting and doing work, and next thing I know, I just felt an ice cream cone lick right no. on my there he was back there like, hey, can I get in on this? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> You're grounded from being me being nude around you ever again. <laughs> but then also once you cross that threshold, it's like. <laughs> yes. Get out of there. <laughs> Give me a minute. I learned a lesson. Sorry. And I learned a little bit about myself. Never, never again the same. So this guy writes, my girlfriend who's 30 hates clothes to the point where she's actively researched nudist colonies. And if it wasn't for having occasionally to go into the office, she would have moved there long before she met me. So she's always naked around the house, which for me is, she writes, is hella nice. She's got a rockin' bottom. The issue here is her two-year-old dog. The dog is super cute and fluffy. It's a great Pyrenees. Very well trained. That's a 10 big out dog. of 10. Big old dog. Good girl. You know what a great pair of knees is, right? Uh, I'm trying to picture like a yeah, like a two that don't dog. click whenever you've been down. Imagine a St. Bernard that's white, basically. So cute. Kind of. like oh, in, they're that big? They're, oh, yeah. they're maybe slightly 
um, smaller than that, but I mean they're they're big here. I'll show you. I'm thankful that dogs. my I have a great pair of knees, and they're just uh, pretty normal. <laughs> oh. just, a great, nice knees, a great pair of knees. Yeah, this is a great. Just shake my head at that. This is a great pair of knees. Don't that Big behavior. giant white dog. Look at them. Oh, they're so. Oh, that's cool. Okay, cool so looking dog. Cute. They almost look like like a golden retriever on absolute steroids and then retired. Uh, my buddy says Rafe, uh, dog etiquette <laughs> you know? requires you to return the favor. By the way, on the dog. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, well. the dog is going to look for <laughs> reciprocation. Well, I've been trying. But here's the thing. <laughs> I want it to be full reciprocation, so I've been trying to catch him off guard. He's just he's just when he's least expecting it. Yeah, these are cool. I mean, these are cool dogs, but that's not a small animal. Okay, so she so the boyfriend says she sees the dog as the closest thing she'll ever have to a kid. Okay, however, my girlfriend is just is just you know she's always naked at home, plays with the dogs naked. She cuddles on the couch with the dog naked. She sleeps. Uh, she well, she keeps a slip dress by the door for walks, but otherwise she is naked. Man, that makes me uncomfortable. Um, just because, like, that's a very big hairy dog that sheds a lot. And don't you think you're gonna get like, I, like, I mean, you know, I got Velcro on my face with this, with any sort of beard. A hair is constantly sticking to, you know, just I, I'm always taking hair off my face. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine being naked around the dog all the time. There'd be hair everywhere. I don't want hair. Ooh. So she's naked all the time. This isn't like, oh, I'm getting dressed or. He says she keeps a slip dress. What's a slip dress? A slip dress is like a it's silk like a, just slip. It's like a... Like a muumuu? No, it's no, cuter it's like a, than a muumuu. It's like a thing that goes under a dress uh, in the old days. And then, yeah. it, you know, like... But it's like loose and... Almost like a nightgown? Yeah, like a nightgown. Yeah, kind of. Oh, okay. They're so like she, silk or satin. He says she keeps a slip dress by the door for walks, but otherwise she is naked. For walks? She's walking around in a slip? Hmm. He says it's weird, right? I tried to be subtle, but finally the other day I sat down with her and pointed out, yeah, she's trained the dog not to sniff human butts, but it's it's still like <laughs> something out of an illegal adult movie for her to be naked with an animal all the time. I'm just more What's concerned about being naked sitting bare ass What's on the, the couch. Like, yeah, let's back up the truck a second. Oh, what yeah. is the not sniffing human butts training down at PetSmart? Uh, little, <laughs> I'd like to get in on that. Right. I see him training those little dogs in PetSmart, and I'm like, yeah, is this the is this human butt sniffing 101? <laughs> right. Like how how do you train a dog not to do well, it? Well, once it does it a couple times, you got to go no, no. Would he clamp on? No, no, no. <laughs> All right. It's getting the hair everywhere. That's, yeah, that's that's. that's well, he says real? that she got annoyed and asked him to leave. He tried to talk sense into her, but she wasn't listening to it. I finally left her her house, and once I got back to my apartment, I texted her. Um, uh, texted one of her friends, but she blew me up saying I was an ass. My girlfriend is now radio silence. Am I the a-hole here? Is he the a-hole for being concerned that she's naked all the time around her dog? She's just a woman that seems to not like clothes. Right. Yeah, but I mean, it's... It's if not she's sexual. not worried about the yeah, if it's not sexual, she's she's comfortable being around a dog that could be gross and right. no telling what a dog could bring in your house. It's like whatever, it's not hurting anything. Dogs are not the issue here. <laughs> this man is a never nude, and yeah. he just doesn't realize uh, it yet. It's, it's not the dog that's bothering you; it's the fact that you're uncomfortable with constant nudity, and that's mm. okay. So it's a never nude with an always nude. Yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, they say opposites attract, and maybe they can make it work, but you got to get on board, man. Huh. Got to get you some jorts. 
Get you some short jean shorts and Maybe go on walks. Slowly get into. Yeah, you just got to get. That's your comfort level. You, she puts on her slip dress. You put on some Daisy Dukes. So your meat and potatoes are covered, and then you go for walks together and if you, see how far you can take it. If you saw a picture of a man and a woman who are completely naked and a dog next to them, it would look weird. Sure. Hmm. You don't think so? Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it would look weird. Sure. And, and listen, I, I, I. I this is uh, interesting. I mean, I mean, is is he the a hole? No, he just doesn't. This ain't gonna work. It's just different comforts. Levels. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's just not. He says he does see he does see being naked as sexual, since the only times I'm fully naked are when I'm showering or while having sex. Never nude. He is the I never respect nude. that my girlfriend doesn't feel the same way, but I'll I'll get up to use the bathroom or something and come back to the dog in my spot on the couch, well, asleep with her head on my girlfriend's naked thigh. That's just so weird. Wait a second. How ne- is it not? Never nude. Like, I think there's a big distinction between never nude and normal. So Normal like, nude. Yeah, normal nude. They're, yeah, Like, he's a, he's a normal nude. No. Well, how so? Like, I mean, I'm... I'm Sex I'm, shower. I'm, that is your, that's your two things. Where, where else are you going to be naked? Well, that's usually when I'm naked. That's what I'm saying. Like, or, ask Riz. Okay, Riz, when well, are you naked? You guys were talking about walking around your house naked and stuff Well, the other day. no, no. I, I cruise first, around my boxers. First Or I, I cruise around in my underwear. Okay. But don't... Because it's my don't house. Don't gaslight me on this never nude stuff. <laughs> what? Don't come at me with some yeah, term right. like that. Okay. I'm just saying, like, you gotta... Don't make me feel like I'm the crazy person. You guys are <laughs> talking about... You, crazy. Well, you guys are talking about swinging it around. Oh, there's one thing, walking around the house in your underwear, and another thing, just walking around, you know, completely naked. I'm like, when I get out of the shower, I put on a towel, I wrap it around my waist like an Old Spice commercial. I do my business... Brush my teeth, comb my hair. Towel comes off. I get into the underwear. There's a small window of nudity. Right. <laughs> okay. I would say that that's closer to normal nude than it is never. Nude. I was gonna say yeah, that I too. Think it's like very that's, normal. that's how I. The, the, well, I appreciate you guys trying to uh, normalize my never nudity. To the never nudist that I've known. Talk about showering and like they have boxer clo- shorts. They have clothes. I mean, almost. They have clothes next to the shower. Mm. And there is no, there is no towel on. Yeah, to do something on my Leave face. The blah, blah 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 blah. Like, yeah, there's there's none of that. There's that, also not having sex naked either. Th- that's what I'm saying. There's that's like true. there's like drying, and I mean you're not even dry yet, and your clothes are. Right. And oh. I'm not talking just boxers. I'm talking about shirts and blah blah blah. Those are the never nudists that I know. Oh, okay. Like well, they, they would so- never open a door even to their spouse. To see their nipples or anything, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like they are opening the bathroom oh. door after showering, fully clothed. So we can, we, okay. So we have a resictionary that I've been started. I've started uh-huh. it because there's been a couple of terms on this show that I feel like we need to keep track of. And so, never nude is Rafe's stance on never really wanting to be nude, other mm-hmm. than the appropriate times. Normal nude then would be <laughs> when you are only nude for you know normal things like showers and sure. sex. Like walking from the bathroom to the closet, whatever. Now we need to define like what this woman is clearly an always and always nude. Okay, but isn't it weird if you're the boyfriend and you have you have clothes on all the time and she and she's always naked? (laughs) That's gotta be that's weird. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. has to be strange. Tobias Fouquet in Arrested (laughs) Development, where never nude was coined. I think he like took a shower in like jean shorts. Yeah, he took a shower in jean shorts. So. Here's, here's a weird thing, because, you know, I mean, listen, there's, there's, there's five of us in here, and uh, we're constantly battling over the temperature. How does somebody that's walking around in full clothes 
deal with a temperature that's being set by somebody that's constantly naked. If I'm constantly naked, I bet you the the the, the, the it's we're two degrees or three degrees higher than we would normally be. Hmm. I mean, that's that's a legit question that I kind of want him to weigh in on. Like, it's, it would, okay, what is the temperature in this place if this cow's always naked? We're watching a movie. So as his scenario is, the dog's on the couch, they're both on the couch. She's naked and he's in clothes? Right. Yeah, that's it's weird. weird. It is weird. Like, I, I'm somebody that, even if I get out of the shower, like, I'll hang in my towel for a while. Like, I'll lay on the bed yeah. in my towel and, like, the cats will come snuggle me while I'm in the towel. And that's as far as that goes. I think that whole, like, when you, if you're going out for the night, like, before you go out for the night and you take a shower, mm-hmm. and it's like that, like a Saturday afternoon, laying in a towel on your bed is awesome. It is so really? awesome. You don't yes. think so? Like, that is, that's, that. I don't, I don't I've wanna, never done that. I would have never done that. I would never do that because I don't want a wet towel on my bed. Yeah. Oh, see, it's just wet enough. So yeah, it's, it's not, not like going to so soak wet. through. It's uh, not no, no. soaking wet. Moisture. Is does the not belong, of wetness, it does I not belong on my bed. Not, <laughs> like in that, in that, no, 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 no. Yeah. Which is why you're never nude on your bed. No, I'm there, always nude. I don't know. I do like that feeling on a Saturday like <laughs> afternoon. Yeah. Like right before you go out. Usually my wife's in the bathroom getting her, you know, makeup on and stuff like that. And I haven't gotten dressed yet. And I'm wrapped in a towel on my bed. It's like the best form of laziness. Yeah. Because you just had a relaxing, beautiful shower. You're all clean. And you don't want to get dressed yet. You don't want to put your makeup on yet. You just want to lay on the bed and just chill and kind of decompress. Maybe I'll crush yeah, but, some candy. But, but, I don't know. But do yeah. that Do that naked. Never mind the no, wet no, no. towel. Discard the wet towel. No, see, I don't want to be naked because I just, I, I like to still be covered. Because, like, Clover will, if I lay on the bed, whether, you know, on my belly or my back, that cat is on top of either the top of my butt or on my chest. And so I don't want her on my naked body. Okay. So the towel has a practical use in that in that sense. Also, you know, with kids. Sure. What What are the kids doing in my bedroom while I'm showering? I don't I don't know. My They're daughter has a tendency to just come in the room. Ah, door shut, man. Door shut. My son, just he'll in. knock mm-hmm. 20 times to make sure everybody's, you know. <laughs> my daughter just comes in. We've never, How many times <laughs> I got to tell her? We've never had a rule. Never. Uh, it's, it's never been expressed. Never. But my kids, there's like a, there's like a, <laughs> it's like the, uh, uh, the field of dreams rocks. Like they won't cross, they won't cross that. They, they rarely come in. My kids, if I'm, if I remember right. Probably would ask before they even walk into my bedroom. Even oh, if no. we're having a conversation, they would be like, "Can I come in?" Because like, they don't want to be in there either. I, I, I think that was like guess, it's just like an unspoken thing. To yeah. me, also, point of contention: naked sleepers. I wish I could be zero percent chance of that'll ever happen with me. That to me is my never nudeness. Is like, Tina will go downstairs in the big gross basement. And let our dogs out the back door completely nude. The neighbor has been in the yard. We know the neighbor, so it's not a crime necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> but the neighbor's like, what <laughs> are you doing? My wife thinks that we've had this discussion that any woman who sleeps in underwear is a psycho. Okay, well, I am a psycho then. She thinks you're a psycho. Yeah, Why? it's men's underwear, though. I, so she it's says like things shorts. need to breathe. Oh, wait. But what oh. about a shirt? She'll have like a oh, you know like a night oh, shirt. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking. You're saying that she's still wearing pants. But oh no, she'll, she'll wear like a you know like a a nightgown, nightgown or whatever. But she doesn't have underwear on. Yeah, she, I understand what she's doing. Yeah, she I'm, thinks I'm, that I any agree. woman who and we she said those specific words. Yeah, 
Yeah. And she told me, you could tell St. Louis this. Yes. I think that any woman who sleeps in tight underwear is a yep. psycho. I agree oh. with her. I, men's huh. underwear is the is the uh, caveat because it's like men's underwear, boxers, those are essentially shorts. But like, yes, if you're she will die on a that string, you're nuts. What are you doing? Let it breathe down there. Get the string out of your ass. What's happening? Yeah, I just want a barrier. <laughs> <laughs> I need I need to hear that. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know, man. As long as there's a barrier between your ass and the sheets we're sleeping on. I, I do agree there. I'm I cool. Agree. I don't care what the barrier is, but there's people. To me, there's a lot of people that are like, I like to sleep naked, walk around the house naked. That's just, I'm out on that. That's just not me. Yeah, listen, I'm just afraid so maybe in case I'm I just fight somebody. I'm in early stage in ever this. You know, you're not full. You're not fully there. Yeah, that circles it back to the gal. And what Learn said briefly is thinking about her going around naked all the time. Like the couches are just full of, you know, moments. Poop particles. Mo yeah. yeah, moments of of contact. Right. M moment after mo hour. You got after a white couch. You're contact. walking around with your dirty butt. Come What's on, happening man. with you? Right. Like we know. Yeah, you what got we dirty do butt on the couch. Gross. Gross. Unless you're you showering probably... after every. You and know. she's not. You got dirty butt on the couch and boogers on the steering wheel. Gross. <laughs> it's a gross world. <laughs> it's a gross world. All right, let's do this. All right, your Team Riz member today is brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill, proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com. Slash Team Riz from Lonedale, Missouri. Alan Hill is our yes, Team Riz. Yes, Alan. Where's Lonedale? Lonedale. Lonedale. Heard of it? I have. I uh, don't know where it's Franklin it is. County. Oh, Franklin it's County. By, it's off of Gravoy. Okay. It's by all the Dells. Yeah, it's, it's outside like. Outside it. Uh, well, hello, Lone Yeah, Dell. hi. <laughs> uh, Alan listens to the Riz Show every morning on the way to work, then often fills his wife in on the topics of the day. He loves a great mix of guests, humor, and updates, uh, you know, of the St. Louis area throughout the show. Alan appreciates and enjoys hearing about the great things the Riz Show does for the community. Well, thank you, Alan. Alan Hill from Lone Dell is our Team Riz member of the day. Get the super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up on 057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, which includes not only the Dobbs family, but also the 600 plus expert tire and automotive service techs who work at the locally and family owned company, which if you didn't know, has been in business since 1976. The team of pros at Dobbs, they stand ready to service your car, your light truck, van, SUV, hybrid, or EV with the tires you need sold at the lowest prices in town, guaranteed. And they're ready when you are to perform expert auto service too. Done right the first time, including routine and preventative maintenance and complex diagnostics and engine repairs. Check out Dobbs Memorial Day deals available to you now at go2dobbs.com, go2dobbs.com. And remember, at Dobbs, with their 43 convenience store locations, you'll be in, up, fixed, and out same day. Click on go2dobbs.com and save with Dobbs May deals today. Hey, podcasters, if you're somebody who suffers from chronic sinus infections, it's misery. You know it. I'm talking about two or three sinus infections a month, you should have a consultation with Dr. Gould at St. Louis Sinus Center. If you're suffering from facial pain and drainage and pressure, you're tired all the time, it's time to get yourself fixed up. Take action by making a phone call to St. Louis Sinus Center and ask about their balloon sinus dilation. It's easier than going to the dentist. It's proven to be as effective as your traditional sinus surgeries. Now, with balloon sinus dilation, minimally invasive procedure, 90 to 95% of patients who have this procedure should never have to have another sinus procedure in your life. Believe there can be relief. 
Call St. Louis Sinus Center, 3144-RELIEF. That's 3144-RELIEF. Or hit them up online, stlsinuscenter.com, stlsinuscenter.com, St. Louis Sinus Center. You know it's never easy to predict the future. You don't have a crystal ball. Now think about four months from now. Are you going to be happy at your current job? Is your paycheck going to stretch far enough? Now you could change your life in just four months. Thanks to Centric. Centric prepares you for a career in the fastest growing industry in the world. That's technology. Centric's hands-on program teaches you the actual job skills you need to get hired. And they're with you every single step of the way. They will help you land a job because Centric teaches you the actual skills employers are looking for. And again, they help you land a job and you could make that change today by going to centric.com slash R-I-Z-Z. That's centric, C-E-N-T-R-I-Q.com slash R-I-Z-Z. Take control of your future at centric.com slash Riz, even if you have no IT experience and change your life today. Oh, and by the way, you could use your GI Bill for funding or pay for tuition. Centric.com slash Riz. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find Find it on UAPpodcast.com. It's been, uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay. Out on the deck yesterday? Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got deck envy. Or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there, uh, you're going to get a splinter. I know when we moved into our house, uh, the deck was... It was in disrepair. And the Colchesterville Fence Deck, we did a, a complete teardown. And then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterfield Fence Deck been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality and professionalism. That's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And if you mention the Riz Show this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? You're listening to The Riz Show, and it's Ian Bag. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back to the program. Phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. The Mick Ultra Studio Cams, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. Your emails, rizshow 1057thepoint.com. Also send us your instant feedback through the 1057thepoint mobile app. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. No. Forget that happened. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? You just did the Jedi. It was an emergency broadcast Yeah, test. I know. I, I, I just tried to Jedi that. <laughs> These are not the traffic and weather you were looking for. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean to do that. Damn it. Gosh darn it. Damn it. Well, well things happen. Hang well, on. Mm-hmm. Hang on. Well, uh, bear with me, guys. I think that's the first <laughs> time I've heard you do that. Oh, make a mistake like that? Yeah. I didn't think you'd make I didn't mistakes. hear anything. What do you mean? Thank you, Scott. Well, Boy, are you in you, for Scott. Shall we keep a tally? <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There you, you go. do that. 
and I'm meaning to do this. Oh, yeah. We gonna do some news. <laughs> Moon's not pointing at things on the board like, hey, make sure you take hey, this out of auto. Hey, listen, you want me to do it? I can do it. I can reach around here. Boop. Don't touch anything. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I'm here for, dude. Make you look better. Uh, you can tell me who the sponsor is. Oh, I will tell you. Martin Jetco Heating and Air Conditioning, more reliable than your news source. So the web Certainly. Thank you. The website, uh, insider.com, just uh, put out their report naming the best road trip food stops in every state. So congrats to our friends over at Pappy's. Yeah. Because they took the title as the best road trip food stop in Missouri. Congratulations. <laughs> uh... For Illinois, it's the Fire, Fire, uh, Firefly Grill in Effingham. Oh. Never anyway, I've never been to Effingham. Wow. So out of all of Illinois, the best road trip stop, not, not in Chicago, hmm. not in Springfield, the, the little town of Effingham. You've gone by Effingham. I think mm -hmm. so. Is yeah. this Route 66? Like this uh, is yeah, the pretty... road trip? It just says best. So if you are taking a road trip this summer across the country or wherever, if you're on your way to somewhere... Uh, and you happen to be going through Effingham in Illinois, the Firefly Grill is the best yeah. place every to go. Time, every time you head home, I mean, home. Just look uh, for the giant cross. <laughs> you're there. And you're there, baby. Oh, okay. I've seen that giant cross. That's yeah, Effingham? That's Effingham, mm -hmm. dog. This My is the way to got, travel. What is? Go, well, uh, sorry. Go ahead. My brother got sent home from school <laughs> in, like, second grade because he asked the teacher, goes, you know what goes good with Effingham? Effing eggs. Oh, <laughs> I was like, pretty solid joke for a second grader. That honestly. is pretty good. He I mean, definitely heard it from our grandpa. <laughs> got that. You got the laugh track. Send him home. You got the laugh track for that. Uh, so, yeah, but congratulations, Pappy. Sent today, by the way, which is May 16th. It's National Barbecue Day. Perfect. So It's always May 16th. Uh, no one, No one seems to know why. Uh, May has been National Barbecue Month since 1981, though, so they had, I guess, fit it in somewhere. So my guess it's probably to help store sell as many new grills as possible in the lead up to, to Memorial Day. That makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. You're yeah. about two weeks out. But a new poll found 92% of Americans look forward to grilling season. Dude. Yeah. Can I admit something? Go ahead. This might be, this is my also my theory, because this happened to me yesterday. Dude, I looked at my grill yesterday, and I, if someone should come and tear the stripes off of my uniform, I was so ashamed at this. Apparently, the cover blew off halfway through the winter. I didn't know it. I opened the grill. I think the wind blew it over at some point, and Tina went out there, and I opened the hood of the grill, and all the grates were just thrown in it. They're dirty. I just felt like I should be like out in front of a regiment of grill masters and the grill master general like slapped me across the face and like ripped the stripes off my sleeve. You don't deserve a, yeah, Take, Hand me those tongs. Say, with tongs and a spatula. Yeah, and then make me like walk out of camp. Turn in your, your tongs and apron. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Turn in your tongs and apron. You are St. Pork Steak no more. But I'm uh, going to get it whipped into shape. And maybe that's the reason they do it is to remind people to go look at your grill before Memorial Day. Yeah, yeah. 
You can embarrass yourself in front of friends and family. Yeah, if you don't get it ready. Uh, if you need a power washer, you can borrow my power washer. Oh, it needs it. I opened mine a couple weeks ago, and uh, every every year I always have to open it and uh, get out two things, like hornets, you know, or wasps or whatever, because yeah, yeah. like they're always getting in there. And those frogs. Remember, remember a couple years ago I showed you the oh yeah the the audio frogs, of the yeah. frogs. They are on it right now, and actually, and they're in your grill, dude. They are. Everywhere you got free food in your grill, dude. They're everywhere, and if you don't watch out, like you're gonna cook one or two of them. And uh, the funny thing is, on the way to Vices, which by the way, I know we mentioned it yesterday, uh, was such a good time on Saturday. Mm-hmm. On the way out there, I'm driving and I can hear one. I took a frog <laughs> all, all the way. It dropped him in off to Red, Red Bud. He was, he was not. Imagine now it's an invasive species out there because of you. You bringing one of your. What am I supposed to do? I'm living disgusting here. Disgusting St. Charles frogs out to Red Bud. Um, they're Destro- not disgusting. Destroys they're awesome. everything out there. Destroys the crops. Destro- destroys the entire ecosystem. Good. Yeah. Can't <laughs> at least we know. River, at least know? we know where they came from. They are everywhere there, dude. And right now they're all mating. So every time I go out there and I see one, it's not one, it's two. They're all just, they're going in pairs. Just, they're on, one of them's just have taken a ride. Well, make sure none are in your grill. I'm not a grill guy. I'll be honest with you. I, I, I don't, I don't grill. You know why? It's the same reason why Moon doesn't play golf. I'm not good at it. Oh, man. I yeah. burn everything. You do? I, uh, it's either I have things too hot. You're not paying don't attention you? then. No, I'm trying to pay attention. Don't I'm you watching. have a gauge with you? To check the meat. I know, I know. I I I'm, I do much better inside. You you don't want to be outside <laughs> having a beer and like talking I to somebody. I do. And then I every d- five I minutes? love the I love going to somebody else's house when they grill. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. my buddy across the street has a big green egg, and that guy smokes things. He grills things. It's the best. Dude, what was it last week? And you said I think I'm thinking about getting a smoker, and I said no, you're not. <laughs> yeah. You can stop. I that want right to now. do it. You can but stop you can that. Be right good now. at that because you just you set it and leave it. I'm going to do it twice it. and then it's going to sit there. And that's exactly what I said. I go. What <laughs> happened with the with the turkey with the with the deep fryer? Then he might give it. I to did one it once. I I borrowed that's that. True. Right, because you were smart enough. Because I was smart enough to borrow a turkey deep fryer. Because mm-hmm. I did it once and I go, this sucks. I'm never going to do this again. Yeah, the, <laughs> the smoker would be <laughs> the same back. way. You would love it the first time. The second time you go, oh man. I don't think I want to do this. Oh, man, I got all these ideas. I'm going to smoke everything. <laughs> I got Tim a Traeger grill. It's a wood pellet grill, and uh, I I don't know how that thing works. Got and it does, he, does he smoke things all the time? Is it one yeah, of the, with the Bluetooth, with the Wi-Fi? No, it's not that. It's like lower end Traeger. Uh, oh, okay. It's still very expensive, but um, I don't know how that thing works. has a little pellet bucket. I'm like, oh, I yeah, can't people, even handle this. And there's masters cool. at it. Masters. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Masters. The gas grill can be tricky because if you're... You know, I've thrown some pork steaks on the grill, fatty, fat starts to drip, you close the lid, walk away for a second, you come out, grill's on fire. Yep. And then you can you can roast a pork steak like that. Yeah. Plus know. plus you got like you got forever hot spots and cold spots. You gotta know you gotta know your You gotta grill. know your yeah. grill. You gotta become friends. So ninety two percent of Americans look forward to grilling season. I do. I do look forward to grilling season. I do like going to people's houses that are good at it. Uh, 84% of us hope we do it even more than we did last year. Uh, most Americans think they could get a grill started, meaning 83% say they could successfully get a charcoal grill going. So can, you could get a charcoal grill going. Yeah, you got my, the dad, my dad, to this day, only charcoal. Yeah, I, only I'm, charcoal. I'm, I'm, it I, is the best. Mine's charcoal grill. Yeah, and I, I was using it yesterday and so excited, made a ton of food for the week. And uh, but it's too hot. It was late at night, and I couldn't put the cover on it. Then it rained. Yeah, and, ah! right, right. 
So at the, at the farm, we have a charcoal grill. I got Get up one. in front of the regimen. <laughs> I got the chimney, you know, the chimney, and I, you know, bring steaks up there. And I go, what a pain in the ass. I'm just going to do this as a cast iron inside. Yeah, we got, we got a, a good loser. set. Of, we got a good set of cast iron. Fine. What a I'll loser. own it. I'll own it. Yeah. My niece, uh, I'm so professional with my barbecuing now that she calls me uh, Mr. Barbecue. Oh, Mr. Wow. Barbecue? Mm -hmm. That's Mr. awesome. Yeah. So I'll hey, take that. Ain't nothing wrong with cast iron, dude. That's like grilling inside. You just get to keep the smells in the paint for a while. Yeah, but that's annoying, too, because if you've got to clean the cast iron afterwards, and that's oh, a pain my, in the my, ass. My, my clean cast the iron's so seasoned. You just haven't cleaned it in years? Really? Nothing sticks to it. Wow. Yeah. Ours just got that way. Like this last week, yesterday, she was she was, uh, she was was using that, and I, I saw her flip everything. I was like, oh, no stick, yeah, no, no peel. There. The best, I love man. it. I didn't I'm going to pass that, that thing down to my kids. Wow. Mm -hmm. Only the good one. <laughs> and they and and if they're listening, they know which one that they are. <laughs> this here's got dad's flavor on it. Uh, our favorite dad's things to cook juices. <laughs> dad's <laughs> juices. Uh, our favorite things to cook on a grill: burgers, chicken, hot dogs, steak. Um, at least fifty percent of Americans say they'd be fine eating any of those. Our favorite burger toppings: in order, in order, cheese, ketchup, lettuce, tomatoes, onions. No pickles. Wow. Pickles, mustard, bacon also made the top ten. Okay. <laughs> now, do you say barbecue or cookout? I'm going to a... Barbecue. Barbecue. I'm going to a... Yeah, I say barbecue. Yeah. Barbecue. Huh. Cookout it, seems to be something from the South. Yeah. I think it's cookout. also if you have a church function, it's a cookout. Mm -hmm. But if you have a family function, it's a barbecue. Right. Well, it's not supposed... I mean, the purists, you want to talk about the regiment. They're all yelling at all of us because it's not, it's not, it's not, barbecue, it's not a barbecue. It's not barbecue. It's a grill. You're grilling. True. You're grilling. Mm -hmm. Cookout must be... They have... A restaurant called Cookout. And it's got really good burgers, but it's in the South primarily, like Tennessee and Georgia. So that makes sense. But there, it's a good fast regional fast food restaurant. Cookout. It's called the Cookout. They got great burgers. I think uh, charcoal. They cook charcoal? The charcoal in the restaurant. Yep. So people from the South and Northeast are more likely to say Cookout. I, I don't. I don't remember anybody saying Cookout. People out west and in the Midwest are more likely to say barbecue. Hmm. Again, if you if you are a, if you are a grill master, good on you. I I, I invite me over. <laughs> You're invited. Um, yeah. Learn and I were talking about this the other day. Uh, this seems like another one of those dumb TikTok pranks, but there's actually some science that backs it up. A kindergarten teacher from California went viral on TikTok, claiming she hatched chicks from a carton of eggs that she bought from Trader Joe's. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's like a weird fear I have that I'm going to crack open an egg and then there's going to be like a little baby chick that's kind of half developed because that can happen. Uh, in the video, she says she incubated nine of the dozen eggs along with three farm fresh eggs for three weeks in her classroom. She marked the Trader Joe eggs so she could keep them separate. Three of the nine Trader Joe eggs hatched. She says that's wild, since you don't know where they've been, how long they've been refrigerated. Some people say it must be staged because there's no way that a store would sell fertilized eggs. The teacher has since posted updates insisting it's legit. Well, there is some science to back it up. According to agricultural experts, it is possible, but, but generally not possible to hatch a commercial egg. So most eggs sold in grocery stores are from poultry farms where the laying hens have probably never seen a rooster. 
But as the egg industry moves away from battery cages to more humane practices like pasture raising and free ranging on small family farms, it's becoming increasingly possible for a rooster to be in the flock. The odds are still very small. So it's not 30% like her experiment. No. But it is no, possible. But it is. And, and that's pretty cool. It is possible. <clears throat> was this the TikTok thing that was going around that everybody said, um, or the ending said something like, if you see like a red dot in the yolk, that's the indication that it's a fertilized egg? That yeah. you're eating a fertilized I egg? I think so. Is, yeah. that, is, that, is, that, is that real? Is that science? I don't know. Um, that was one of the things that I saw when I was like kind of doing some research down to see if this so was. So if there's a red dot? That's what somebody said at one of the end of these things. Like, yeah, if you ever, I mean, that's what the red dot on the yolk means. And I was like, red dot on the yolk. And then you go, oh, 42 years of eating eggs. Well, How many 40, red dots okay. am I eating? I it says uh, years ago, but. those tiny spots do not indicate fertilized egg, but they are uh, caused by a rupture of a blood vessel during the formation of the egg. Mm, squeezed it out. Mm -hmm. Too hard. D during the formation, the formation of the egg. So signifying that it is fertilized? And it's starting to form? No. No, no. Oh, no, formation. Just popped, oh, I see, I see. Just popped a blood vessel like when a it was chicken hammer egg. Oh, okay. So that's so that's <laughs> BS. So speaking of eggs, good news, the price of eggs are are, are coming down. Uh, as of last week, Midwest Large Eggs, which is the benchmark for eggs sold in their shells. So that's what the industry looks at, the price of these. Uh, cost just 94 cents a dozen in the wholesale market. So 94 cents a a dozen, a dozen wholesale, wow. which is down from 546 six months ago. That's how much the price of eggs have come down wholesale. Wow. wow, wow, wow. So why were prices high in the first place? Well, last year, avian flu wiped out a, a, a big number of egg-laying hens, reducing egg supplies. On top of that, farmers had to deal with uh, high feed and fuel costs. Now supply is back on track. As of early December, there were about 308 million hen-laying eggs for consumption down from 328 million the year before. But now there's about 314 million uh, layer hens. So when are we going to see lower prices at the grocery store? So even though wholesale prices took a dive, retail egg prices go down slower. You know why? Because stores set you. their own prices. Yeah, because they got you to pay yeah. for it already. Well, they're just going to be like, hey, by the way, we'll just cut that price <laughs> in half. No. Because the stores set their own prices. Mm -hmm. So even you're, you're used to already paying a high price. Right. So they're not going to go with what the yeah. market does. They're going to go however much it's, they can gouge you for. Yeah, it's price tag conditioning. So my thing is, um, so we heard that this gal hatched three out of nine eggs. And then you said that the industry came out and said, no, nah, this is extremely unlikely. It, okay, we'll admit that it happens, but extremely, extremely unlikely. Extremely unlikely. The truth probably lies in between. Somebody do an experiment. Somebody buy two, two dozen eggs and like properly incubate them and, and report back to the Riz show. Yeah. The Riz report. You do it. Hey, but it speaks highly. Oh, I don't got time for crap. You want those kids to do science? Yeah, get one of your kids to do it. They are winding. They are winding school kids down. Kids that are interested interested in science. They are not interested in anything That's a good right investment. now. Investment. Two weeks later, or left in the you get four egg land hens per dozen <laughs> eggs you buy. You start turning a profit. Yeah, yeah. You start your own business. It's a great. So, somebody, somebody, report back. So right now, do you know how much a dozen eggs are? Was it like three bucks? So if you buy Walmart great value large eggs, it's $1.97. Oh, okay. Oh, damn. So it has gone down quite a bit. What did I buy? I, that was such schnooks the other day. I probably, what, two fifty. I get like the organic brown Organic. Eggs. 
Free range. Free range. They were they mainly were named. every every hand is read okay. a, a bedtime story. Yes, <laughs> That's they what were I named want. and massaged. <laughs> I do miss eggs, man. I haven't had eggs in years. Um, Love me some eggs. Yeah, I did too. My wife and I were washing eggs yesterday because we've got uh, you know the 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 chickens up at the farm. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and you got to wash them. Yeah, they got they stuff got all over stuff them. all over them. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? What stuff? Just from the birthing process. So when it's a chicken, me, go chicken cheese. So when the <laughs> eggs are laid, yes, uh, you can actually keep them on the counter for like weeks. Yeah, because it's got a film. You don't need mm-hmm. to refrigerate them. That's cool. Fresh from the like fresh from the from the chicken. Uh, but if you want to eat them, you got to wash them. Is it like a dry film or is it slimy? Like what's uh, the texture? It's not slimy. At fr- well, at first it's slimy, but then it kind of dries out. It's like a. It's like a it's like, like a, a, like a barrier, like a, like a dried mucus. Yeah, it's yeah. mucus. Yeah, hmm. fascinating. So you got to wash them before because you get salmonella. You get salmonella from that. Interesting. Or whatever other the gross things. Bird, bird juice. Bird juice. Mm. Earth is freaking Blah. sweet though. Isn't it, it is. Like, yeah. But once you wash them, thing, once you man. wash that barrier off, you got to put them in the fridge. So you do it like soap and water. That's how you wash them. Yeah, I just got like a little scrubber. Cute. Wash what? Eggs. Eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Fresh from the chicken. <laughs> Oh, we talking about chicken juice over here, man. Yeah, like when they're when the uh, the chickens, you know, lay the eggs. It's, it's gross. Blech. Yeah, and it neat though all the colors of the eggs that you get. Yeah, those are the Pretty prettiest cool. colors. Yeah, they're yeah. Some have spots degrees. on them. Yeah. It's you know. Okay. Do you buy brown eggs purposefully? I do. I don't mm-hmm. like that they're bleached. Right. No, there's no. It's the there's no difference. That's like a myth. Is it really? Get you to pay more. Yeah, I, read I that do too. pay more. It has to do with too. like the color of the chicken or something like huh. that. Like it, some chickens lay white eggs, some lay brown, but there's fundamentally, I don't think they're really different. But the you know, thing, yeah, you're an eggist. I would say I the thing that's funny though, if you're if you go to a farm and you get eggs, they're always a little brown to white colors. Like there's never that bright white. Right. So I don't know where what. Yeah, maybe they do bleach those. I don't know, but. Um, you know, there are some morons out there that believe chocolate milk comes from brown cows. I know. Don't ruin it for them whoa, today. Whoa, what are you whoa, doing? What? Come on now. Okay, malls <laughs> Malls are not, uh, you know, attracting teens like they once did, right? What? I was at the West County Mall, and there's teens everywhere my driving son, me nuts. Yep, my, kid, my son hung out at the mall last Saturday. Heck yeah. Hey. He says, I'm going to the mall with my friends. I said, whoa. What year is it? <laughs> is it like whoa. ironic? Is he doing it ironically? So it's like retro? Yeah. He's trying to impress you? <laughs> like us getting record players? Yeah. No, he wasn't trying to impress me. He was legit going to the mall to hang out with his buddies. What do they do while they're there? They shop? I don't know. Hmm. They hang out. And then he, I said, how was hanging out at the mall? He goes, oh, this person was there, that person was there, we ran into that person. Love That's it. the thing. Wow. At least that West County mall. That mall is hopping. It really is. Because every, every other mall shut down. Last time we were there, it was slammoed. There was a local store, Golden Gems, just opened up in uh, West County Mall. It's like the coolest store. And like I feel like that is going to be the future of malls, that local cool places are going to start putting their stores, like an extension of their stores in malls to keep things going. So it'd be well, like uh, like typical local boutiques and brick and mortars and all that. But really cool, like go not into the mall, not spots? just like things that aren't name worthy. Like this Golden Gym's such a cool shop anyway, and then um, which I believe is in South City, and then the fact that they went to West County Mall, where you know you got kind of bougie stores in there. I just think it's really neat that um, 
local. You think there are bougie stores in the West County Mall? I do. Yeah, man. I haven't been there in a while, so I I don't know what's in there. I don't know. There's a. He just front knocked you, dude. Nordstrom is like. That's a bougie mall. Nordstrom, Apple. You know, I've never never set foot in there. What do you know? I've never set foot. Nordstrom? I've, ne- I've never been in Frontenac. I've never Where do you go shopping at if you don't go to Frontenac? Plaza Frontenac. I don't, have, nice, I don't nice have the wallet. That is the nice place. That's a, that a Saks is Fifth bougie. Avenue in there. Oh, that's yeah. bougie. I've that's legitimately bougie. never been inside. We're going. We're going to get new what, suits. Uh, well, yeah, what am I going to do? Let's get $5,000 suits, every one of us. So, okay, so, rock and roll don't pay so like you think the, it does. For the most part, malls are not attracting teens like they used to. So, so maybe they should chase after the aging mall rats from the 80s and 90s. We're here. And this is the perfect way to do it. In cities across America, malls are becoming indoor pickleball venues. But see, that's old people. Yep. And they're not going into small units like where Walden Books or Wet Seal and, you know, Sam Goody were. It's it's the big abandoned mall hubs, like the former homes of department stores like Sears and Macy's and now mm-hmm. Bed Bath & Beyond. I fear for pickleball. I fear for it. I do. I think. Well, I think because inevitably, what happens? What it's happens? A fad. What? Ha- well, I'm not even saying that. I'm not going there. Um, it's too much of an army over there to. to the army of pickleballers. <laughs> yeah. I'm, what what I'm saying is, it's inevitable that when things go that fast, that big, it's, that it's popular, fast. that something in the social fabric, in the in the in the culture of just humanity, is going to turn on it. And I fear for you. I fear for well, you, pickleballists. Well, get ready for pickleball leagues. Like First they oh. came for the pickleballers, <laughs> and I said nothing. <laughs> Didn't, like, Tom Brady buy, like, a pickleball yes, team? Yes, yeah. they're everywhere, and I, and, I, and, I'm, it's fun. and I think it looks great. I, I can't wait for the opportunity and the time to do something like that. It does look awesome. I'm not crashing in it on, uh, at, at all. I'm saying I'm worried for it. I'm worried. I mean... Because y'all are like taking over the planet, every bit of land. land. Every like, bit of you're space about is malls? now a pickleball court. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's gonna it's the new cornhole. There's always a swing. No, bring back the. You want me to? So, born in '85, I was hitting up malls: Marion, Illinois, Carbondale Mall. Oh, Those yeah. were my first two malls in my life. And then we, whenever we drive up to St. Louis, we go to the Galleria. Like, I mean, I'm a mall rat through and through. Mm, um, but pickleball is not going to do it for me. You need to bring back some of my retro stores, like the store 579. I know you guys are all dudes, but, like, that was the coolest little boutique chick store to get clothes. Um, and bring back some of those brands of the 90s that were just only at the malls. You KB Toys. And- right. Listen, yeah. the mall is dead. The mall is dead. Aww. It ain't coming back. Yeah, we'll never it's have pogs again. It's not coming back. I think it will. It's not coming back. There'll be very few. So what they're doing is they're taking those places that once had those big those big uh, anchor stores. Right. And, okay, maybe you're 578. 579. 579. I went to 578. We were- That's a nicer <laughs> store. <laughs> uh, the anchor store, Sears, is no more. Like, that's not coming back. Yeah, I don't want those stores. I want, like, the smaller ones. So they're putting the pickleball courts <laughs> in the bigger stores, like, big, like Sears. Fine. We're going to meet in the Pickleball arena. Change is good, guys. It's all right. It's all right. It's over. It's okay, we too. Ha- to, yeah, to, we, we had it's our time. Okay, it's okay, too, to pine for nostalgic times. I... Sometimes. I, uh, mm-hmm. I don't like think it's the healthiest I look fondly upon those times. It was like the idea we had a couple weeks ago where we were talking about videotape stores and like going and renting movies and having a bar in a video store. That would be a cool retro one-off thing that like 90s kids w- that are now adults well, would love to be a part of. A place like that in Kentucky, there's a comedy club in Kentucky called Planet of the Tapes. 
And <laughs> they have a comedy club, and it is a video rental store. I love it. What's the uh, place up in St. Charles? Cool. It's, the, it's the arcade. Is it Two Plumbers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's the arcade and bar. It's great. Yeah. And that's for people like us. Yeah. Who used to go to your Aladdin's Castle, or right. for me, it was Mr. Arcade. Get on Cruising USA. Cruising. Mm. Exilorama. Exilorama. I lived there. Oh. There was a place like that called Uncle Monkey's for a while in Edwardsville, and I'm like, this is single dad's <laughs> destination, dude. It was just like single dads drinking Manhattans, just giving a roll of quarters to kids to go play Tron. Hot dad day at the arcade. Hell yeah. It's my weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody was playing Mortal Kombat all last week. I'm getting there early. (laughs) So, so, listen, this makes sense. Uh, Pickleball is growing so fast and it's outpacing the availability of outdoor courts in a lot of places. And at the same time, online shopping is making huge retail spaces harder to fill. So soon you may be able to meet some friends by the fountain for some pickleball and uh, hit up Sparrow and Cinnabon after. I don't Fantastic. know. Maybe we'll get an orange, orange Julius. Whatever. Amazing. We got time. It sounds cool. I hope it goes well. Yeah. I really do. I really do. It is weird, though, to, to hear about all these just, like, crashing businesses and malls. And you go to West County, you go, holy crap, this place is packed. Right. Yeah. And packed. the galleries still looks good, too. All right, here's the most expensive destination wedding you could ever be invited to. Uh, weddings in space are going to be a thing soon. Wow. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> so a high-altitude balloon company called Space Perspective is doing wedding packages and plans to start sending people up by the end of next year. Wow. So you could launch from land or from a boat at sea. The whole thing lasts six hours, but most of it is just getting up there and then coming down. So for the first two hours, you slowly ascend to 100,000 feet. So the... The edge of space. Mm. So if you you're get, not actually going to be weightless. If you get married up there, does it still count on the planet, like inside the planet? Or you're you're at the edge of space. Okay. You're not floating. You're going to be buckled in. Yeah. So after that, you get two hours to hang out, get married up there, then you slowly return to Earth, splash down in the ocean. Wow. So it'll have to be a small wedding since the capsule only seats eight plus the pilot, and it's not cheap. Hundred uh, hundred twenty five thousand dollars per guest. Oh, man. So if you book all eight seats, it's a million-dollar wedding. Wow. There's Worth a refundable it. deposit of $1,000 per guest to reserve a spot. Which celebrity do you think is going to do this the first? Like, there's going to be a celebrity that's like, oh, I'm getting married, and then this is it. The but one it, they can't get in the movies right now. If you want to oh. be the first couple married in space, you're probably out of luck. They're, they've already had a ton of requests hmm. to do it. But. Can't you just go to the space station and get a little cheaper? Probably. The government office. Tranquility base here. That's one small step for man. One crazy overpriced wedding for mankind. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> and finally, uh, tell me if this is an overreaction. A guy from Pensacola, Pensacola, Florida, showed up to his uh, daughter's track meet last week, and he was hammered. Showed up hammered to his daughter's track meet. The dude's wife, pissed that he was drunk at school, told him, you are not allowed to join us as a family for a fancy dinner at Olive Garden after. What? <laughs> Did he go anyway? You betcha. Yeah, showed up, yeah. showed up, quote, belligerent and drunk. Get a table from himself. He was, <laughs> he was not going to be denied. That's right. Endless breadsticks, get out of here. That night, the wife and their two kids were all sleeping in the same room at the house when the wife woke up to see the husband pointing a gun at her. Okay, now there's the overreaction. Still pissed about the Olive Garden thing. (laughs) I Um, needed bread. (laughs) 
I can't believe all of the bread. I can't believe thing. you wouldn't let me come to the Olive Garden after the game. Do you even love me? The, the one thing I needed was breadsticks. You know I'm banned from Fazoli's. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> so the cops are called the next day. A neighbor actually took possession of the guy's guns, and a warrant was issued for the husband's arrest. Husband, by the way, is a high school teacher. Oh, uh, man. Who has since been suspended from his teaching job. This guy. And charged with aggravated assault with a weapon. Uh, I'm going to say yes, that was an overreaction. Although I've never been to Olive Garden, so... What? I know. And you're Italian? Man, I hope he gets the help. Okay. <laughs> never been to Olive Garden. I've never been to Olive Garden. I'm talking about you, not the other guy. I will say I am I am more pasta house over Olive Garden. I'm just going to say. I've been to the pasta house. Never been to Olive Garden once. We're going to take you there for your birthday. This I would year. love to go. All right. <laughs> we, we have so many Riz trips. We got to take you to, uh, what is the um, chocolate fountain place? Oh, Golden Corral? Golden Corral. Let's make a list. And then we got to take you to Olive Garden. I got another list I got to make. I would, go. I would love to go to Olive Garden. Well, I see what all the hype's about. All right. I call this Riz Tour 2023. <laughs> So I really can't make an informed, you know, judgment. Wasn't it overreaction? Because I've never been to Olive Garden. Well, mm. is it holding a gun to your wife worthy? No, it is not. <laughs> I'm here to say no. It is not. Hey, when you're here, your family. <laughs> Slide a cheek. Yeah. Daddy needs breadsticks. So when you're here. Your family. Oh, <laughs> That's the thing. That was the slogan that upset him so much. That, that they wouldn't Am let I him not there. Family? Am I not family? <laughs> My family thinks I'm not family. Am I not family? <laughs> that's what did it. All right, that is. Here. That's your news. What's the thing to get it all? Olive, Olive Garden. When you hear your family. <laughs> What's the thing to get there? Well, they. I guess whatever their special is. Olives. I don't know, man. Pa pasta and bread. But their well, salad, their bottom the of salad thing? was good. Like, is there a thing? Like, is, is Olive Garden, oh, I know yeah. the breadsticks. You can do where you eat a meal there, and then there's a meal that you take home. I thought that was Maggiano's. No, that's Olive Garden. Some One of them did it first, but I'm, it's Olive Garden. <laughs> I've been to Maggiano's. You've, been, you've ever been to that place? Mm-hmm. It's good. Maggiano's. Or where you get a meal there and you take one home, and the meal you get there, you go, how many is this, is this for? This is for four people? No, that's for you. Okay, I'm going to get a stomachache. Yep. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> Worth it. Yeah, I know the breadsticks, the salad, as you say, but what's the thing? Is there like a specific dish? What entree is Olive Garden famous for? Classic entrees. Chicken Alfredo. That's what Chicken they... and shrimp car carabonara. What? Carabonara? Carabonara. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chick parm. You gotta try it. Chick parm. They've got yeah, a... I'm gonna go to Rome and ask for the carabonara. Chicken <laughs> marsala fettuccine. <laughs> Zeppoli. So everything low calorie, I'm sure. Oh, mm -hmm. say, carb load it's, city it's, USA. It says, get the Zeppoli. Now, if you don't mind all the heaviness and fried food... This is a donut in an Italian. Yeah, it's. A, it's I'll make Italian those at home, donut. actually. Uh, what the zeppoli? Yeah, yeah. Zeppoli. Zeppoli. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Let's take a break. Oh, look at Olive that! Olive Garden oh, yeah. is the Applebee's of Italian food. So this is an Italian donut hole. Yeah, yeah. Top shelf Bloody Mary, if you want one at Olive Garden, says Rad Dad. Ooh. Italian fried bread dough. Oh, Ken, Ken Cruz says the uh, get the tour of Italy. Well, I <laughs> yeah. just pulled up 
Top 10 dishes at Olive Garden. It's been, uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay. Out on the deck yesterday? Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got deck envy. Or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there, you're going to get a splinter. I know when we moved into our house, uh, the deck was... It was in disrepair. And the Colchesterville Fence deck, we did a, a complete teardown. And then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterfield Fence Deck been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality, and professionalism. That's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And if you mention the register of this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Woods Basement Systems, the all things basement experts. Right now, you can get a free estimate at moonloveswoods.com because spring is here and that means rain and wet soaked ground all around your house. If your basement has musty smells, damp walls, signs of mold or mildew, maybe even standing water in your basement after a rainstorm, you gotta call Woods today. Wet and leaky basements do not get better with time, they get better with Woods. Remember, I had that incredibly difficult front porch situation that looked bad and was a total safety hazard and Woods Basement Systems helped me fix that for good. Not only did they level the entire slab of concrete, but they installed piers to make sure that the job was done right for the long term. They can fix your settling driveways and so much more. The basement waterproofing, the foundation repair, egress windows. Go to moonloveswoods.com for a free estimate today. Don't wait any longer. Prevent further damage. Remember, the problems won't get better with time. They'll get better with Woods because the problem will be fixed forever. It's the all things basement experts at Woods Basement Systems. Get that free estimate at moonloveswoods.com. All right, well, hold on to it. <laughs> hold on, don't tell me. We'll, we'll talk about it after the break. Woo. The tour of Italy sounds great. I've always wanted to go to Italy, <laughs> but not leave the zip code. This is perfect for you. Drew Lynch, and you're listening to the the, the Rizzuto Show. Hey, ha- happy birthday, Riz. Everybody saying I should get the uh, tour of Italy while I'm at the uh, Olive Garden. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what is that? The tour of Italy. Now, I saw, uh, if you missed uh, before before the break. The uh, tour of Italy, number three. That's the number three. Do I order by number, or do I? Well, no, this is top ten items at Olive Garden. Okay. Tour of Italy. Most popular dishes, chicken, parmigiana, lasagna, and fettuccine alfredo. Oh, so so is the tour of Italy like, I can mix and match? It's like a three it's a sample. entrees it's a sample. on one plate. The OG classics. Come on, you saw that coming. Uh, <laughs> I like the tour of Italy. Like, you get none of that stuff in Italy. Like, <laughs> none of that, like if you actually go to Italy, you get no. none of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this looks pretty good right now. Dude, I'm you need it. I can't. I still can't believe you haven't been to Italy just to... Just, just for it, it's it's on my bucket list. Dude, it, I mean, and each city is so very different. Uh, I was talking to a guy who was who grew up in Parma, 
I was talking about how you got to have the this and that because, like, the cheese is, like, so legit because it's obviously that's where Parmesan cheese is from. Yeah. It's, like, it's, it's totally different. Every time I have, like, a calzone or anything like that from here and then go there, in Milan, you got to get those pan... Uh, Anzanetta? Yeah. I'm telling you, Anzanella. man. Anzanella. It changes, it changes every way oh, I know. you view food. I know. Trust me. I'm, it's the a place I'm going to go to. I'm so definitely different. Going. It was, I'm going to eat my way through that country. Hell yeah, you are. I was like tr- really taking care of myself. I was in like great shape. And I was in this city for only what, like, I don't know, two days, a day and a half. And I, I went to get one of those Panzarella things. Got one. Panzanella. Oh, I don't think so. Panzanella? Uh, whatever so it was. Familiar. I got it. And I ate five. <laughs> I ate five before the day was out. Like every, I know, for every meal I like, went I'm to ready. the next place and got one of those. I'm, I know the three like Roman pasta dishes. I'm ready to eat. Like I'm, I'm ready to go, dude. Ma- Ma- Mallory and but I going had, to Olive Garden. The tour of Italy is not really going to Italy. We had what? gelato at every corner. We had one of those Panzarella, whatever it is. It's Panzanella, and it, it Panzarella is a waste company somewhere in the U.S. Back to you. <laughs> yeah. They're good, You're too. talking about the Milan thing? <laughs> Panzarella Waste and Recycling Service. Yeah, waste management. Oakland, Why does it got to be Italian? <laughs> we get rid of things. <laughs> At Panzarella Waste Management, we get rid of things. <laughs> All right, give me the top Olive Garden dishes. Number 10, chicken and shrimp carbonara. Number 9, lasagna frita, which is fried lasagna. What's up? Just like you get... Panzerati. Panzerati. Eggplant parmigiana. I do like that. Raviola di portobello. No, no, I'm out. No mushrooms. Uh, Shrimp alfredo. I don't eat mushrooms. What's too human-like for you? What is it? I don't. It's the fungus thing. Yeah, all right. Here it is. They're really good for your brain, But you'll clean that cloaca juice Mm -hmm. right off an egg and eat it. This place. Panzerati. Panzerati in at Luini. You go to Luini. It's right by the. Luini, Luini. It's, it's right by the Domo. And then there's another place right around the corner. We ate five of them from three different places the entire day. I mean, I probably ate four thousand calories in a single. Worth day. it. Yeah. But they're different calories. Over of there. calories don't count there. No, because it's the best thing. All right, so we're at the we're at the uh, ravioli with the mushrooms. I'm out. Oh, that's so, that. good. Number, I bet you that's so good. Number uh, six, shrimp Alfredo. Number five, Zeppoli. Okay, but that's Which a dessert, like a right? Dessert. Dessert. Number four, Let's cookie Italy. butter cake, also a dessert. Dessert. Number three, tour of Italy. We've talked about that. Number two, grilled chicken piadina, which okay. looks like a flatbread quesadilla-like uh, grilled chicken and cheese. I don't know. Looks like a quesadilla. And what's the number one? Number, number one. one dish at all. Here we go. <laughs> Any breadstick sandwich. That's right. The top of the list are the breadstick sandwiches, which took the internet by storm when they first came out. What? No secret, Olive Garden's breadsticks are some of the best in the game. Make it the base of a sandwich to create an epic sandwich. Mm. I personally love the peatball, meatball parmesan, but honestly, any of the three options are delicious. Peatball. Peatball. Uh, here is the peatball. breadsticks, which is exactly what you think. Is it true that uh, the, the Olive Garden breadsticks are gluten-free? No, that's... No. <laughs> Whoa, wait a this second. Is no carb way. load... Is that is that a chicken parm yeah. on, on a breadstick? On the breadstick, yeah. Oh, that's what it is. No, I read something that the breadsticks are some like uh, gluten. There's no. I don't way. know if it's gluten free or vegan or, I'll be or something. The breadstick. Like there's something sandwich. special about it that you wouldn't think. Here's what's bizarre about this. Look at this. Vegan. Look at this. Vegan. Olive Garden breadstick sandwich, and it's served with fries. Mm. I go on Olive Garden and getting fries. No. There's a gluten-sensitive menu for all. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Look at that. 
Doesn't it look bizarre? The Th this sandwich with fries? <laughs> and these are not attractive looking fries. Perhaps they're the greatest. I don't know. Yeah. Should have gone with tots. <laughs> yeah, let's not open this up. <laughs> you know what? In that scenario, I want a side Alfredo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting the tour of Italy. All right. <clears throat> hey, we're talking about uh, Tom Brady owning a uh, pickleball team. Okay. You know he's in the running to buy a, uh, I think the uh, the the Vegas Raiders. Like he's part of that ownership group, or or a part of a group that's looking to buy the Raiders. So if you could own any sports team, what team would you own? Easy. Yeah. You're owning the Chiefs? For sure. I'll take it over from the Hunt family and treat it, raise it like it was my own. Okay. If I could own any sports team. If you could own team, a team, you're going to own a soccer team, and aren't like, you? Is, 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 am I somewhat guaranteed to be successful? At, if you were to own any team, like, so oh, it would be. Like, would, here, pick a team. It would be Manchester United or Real Madrid. Just, I mean, just the sheer dominance that they have as far as. Uh, branding and everything goes. Yeah. I mean, I'm going all heart. I'm not thinking about it with my pocketbook. I mean, there's probably yeah, all heart. Well, I am because it's heart. something you pass to your family. This is for this is for this is forever. Well, you know what? You got no heart. That's on you, dude. Okay, cool. <laughs> I, Enjoy. Your heart. You got no heart. Enjoy your I'm heart. Just kidding. <laughs> just because he's uh, he's buying a sports team across the pond. Yeah, you that I absolutely love. I love everything <laughs> you know? about it. I love yeah. the experience. I, oh, I love good the sport. Day. <laughs> Are you telling him to take his Euro trash elsewhere? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, <laughs> Hello, Papa. You're going to make Hello. your... Will you pass... <laughs> your kids. You start making your kids things. be like... Oh, Father Moon, Father Moon. And I just read something about that, and we should get into this. Like, uh, There's a new trend going around speaking with a British accent because you're nervous. I'm into it. That's what like kids are doing now. Oh, really? Aww. Speaking a British accent because you're nervous. I love it. Don't is, worry, Rick. Is that I'll, why they do I'll that still, over I'll there? I'll still take your calls. I'll take your calls when you're like, hey, man, how do I, how do I increase the revenue here? I, I mean, can't get I these mean, Central Missouri folk to spend money on nothing. A game, yeah, <laughs> a, ga a game once a week. <sighs> how do I do this? Like, are you owning a team? I am. <laughs> I, own team? The, I own the New York Knicks. Are you owning the Knicks? Yep. I want to have. Whoa. I want to own Madison Square Garden. Ooh. I want to bring cool shows to you know the MSG. Oh yeah. So. Oh wait. Well, you, you get to own the, the whole the garden. Team. Yeah. I'm not sure you. Oh, own I own team. everything. Well, this I, is my deal I that think I worked out. The team out. owns the venue. <laughs> not always. I think in this particular case, the ownership. James Dolan, I think, owns the Knicks. No, don't write mistaken. it. I own the Knicks, Riz. This is my. <laughs> I'm team. saying it's not on MSG though. I don't know. He may he be have part of that ownership group. No, I like it because uh, I feel like the Knicks are always like I like movies and like I watch a lot of Sex in the City and like the Knicks are always talked about in that show and I like Lakers. it. <laughs> who, owns, who owns the Who owns MSG Madison Square Garden? Is it James Dolan? It's uh, run by well, Dolan. Well, it says Madison Square Garden is a publicly traded stock on the New York Stock Exchange. It provides blah, 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 blah. At the time, Gulf and Western's acquisition, the Madison, Madison Square Garden Corporation owned the arena, Knicks, Rangers, Three Horse Tracks, blah, 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 blah. So it's Madison all owned Square by a conglomerate. Garden. Yeah, wow. it's Madison Square Garden Entertainment. But is James Dolan, is that the but guy the are, head of that? Those are separate. Yeah, yes, maybe so, but that's not he's what the she's... the founder. She's not replacing that and owning Three Horse Tracks. You said... Okay, so you just oh, get the team. You don't get the venue. What? You don't get the venue. No, James Dolan said, hey, babe, you can have everything. So I said, cool, man. So now I own everything. Hey, babe. All right, hey, so babe. you own the Knicks? Play the game. Scott, man. No, you guys are muddying this fun game up with all this financial greed. Oh, no. Yeah. Just watch. Well, I'll tell you what team I own and what I'm doing. Yeah, I think I got to go with the Cardinals. I'm going to have to. I want to do Lakers because of the money, but uh, 
It's a good I'll choice. Go Cardinals. I'll go Cardinals. I was on the fence. You are the king of St. Louis. Yeah, so then it's my sense. heart. Yeah, yeah. they're uh, my heart. And I knew that I couldn't win either. You know what team I'm owning? What? God. The Rangers. No. The Rams. Yankees. New York Yankees. And I'm firing everybody. Everybody's getting fired. Hell everybody, yeah. Everybody's fired. Everybody's fired. And I'm putting all my friends in. <laughs> and I'm hiring all my buddies. Can I be a starting pitcher? If you're staying American, that's the right answer. If you're staying in here, that's, hey, his answer that's is the right answer. a pro-America show over here. Well, yeah, great. I'm, I'm, <laughs> What, what do you think my taxes are going on when I'm making all this money off Manchester United? He's going to have an address. I'm, I'm He's going to have just a P.O. box. In. Right. <laughs> right. It doesn't matter. Listen, guess who owns Manchester United now? Who does it? Some Floridians. Uh, some Floridians. Uh, all right. It's the Glazer it's family. The, uh, no, I thought it's the, the Khan family. Who do they own? Arsenal? Yeah. No, Arsenal's owned by uh, Kroenke. Yeah. Well, so Shahid Khan owns That's Jaguars. Manchester City. And, okay. I, your Manchester's, I got... Manchester City, Manchester State, don't be, Manchester don't be Road. I don't know. Yeah, there's Americans that own uh, the Red Sox own Liverpool. Like, I mean, it's half of these. How do you know all of this? See, this is what I don't like about sports. There's all this like little tidbit information. Everybody knows who the owner I'm a fan, is. Baby. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. Somebody's gonna yell at me because I'm sure I'm wrong about half of it. But <laughs> it doesn't matter. The right answer is the Yankees. And firing he's, everybody, he's, right? Well, I don't, Everybody's I don't know anything about the Yankees yeah. except Why, for do they need, it's like, a, a cash cow. It is. I didn't know. Oh, it's like the Cowboys too. Oh. Like the Cowboys, guaranteed people are going to buy the jerseys and the and watch them on TV and sell every seat out in the stadium. So Chief, the Lakers, Chiefs are the new Cowboys, though. Let me and they, I'm they asking could be. this as a they, novice they could be. to the industry. So the Cowboys in the NFL are the highest grossing team as far as like fans buying everything. Sell, I think that the, the, right isn't it isn't got to be the most there. expensive team. And the Yankees are that for the MLB. Don't know. And the Lakers are that for the NBA. Like that's yeah. why you all are talking about. And that. think of the global recognition of. I bet the Lakers, Patriots are home Yankees, Cardinals. Okay, so I just t- typed in most valuable teams on the planet. Number one, Real Madrid. I'll number, own that. Thing. Number two, Barcelona. Number three, Manchester United. Number four, Liverpool. Number five, Bayern Munich. Number six, Manchester City. Number seven, uh, PSG, uh, Paris Saint-Germain. That's uh, eight, Chelsea. Nine, Juventus. Ten, Hot- Tottenham Hotspur. Okay, that, so that's all, ten the, soccer all the soccer teams. teams. Wow. Arsenal, Borussia Dortmund. Atletico Madrid, Milan, uh, Inter Milan, Everton, wow. Leicester City, West Ham, Leeds, Aston Villa. Don't be a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> as far as NFL teams go. I'm scrolling down to try to find where any of us. Just put in fun sports in the search. <laughs> <laughs> as far as NFL teams go, the, the Cowboys are worth are, are valued the most. Interesting. $4 billion. Well, and the stadium's worth a billion. I mean, it was a billion-dollar stadium. That's crazy. So then the Patriots. Do they own that? Yeah, I mean Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones owns it. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. uh, the Redskins, I'm sorry, the Commanders, uh, the Giants, the 49ers, Jets, Texans, Texans, huh? Wow. The Bears, Eagles, the Packers, Texans. Wow, man. The Broncos. Yeah. Sweet. But uh, yeah, I'm cleaning house. That's it. Yeah. Wow. Cowboys and Patriots. That much money. I mean, look at how much more money they have. Than all the other teams, crazy, right? Yeah, wow. That well, yeah, that's ridiculous. So, man. where where are the Chiefs? I'm trying to find the Chiefs on here. Not even. Not but even. I mean, think about it. Arizona Cardinals made number forty-seven. Yeah, that's awesome. For the car for the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, I mean, th- okay. Here's the Chiefs. Here's thirty-six, thirty-six, three point seven. Three point seven. So they're number thirty six. That's not bad. <clears throat> Listen, we're all rich. We all own. We're teams all rich. Now. We own teams. You can pick a team. Hey, I love the Knicks. 
We're up. That's why this. everybody's trying to buy teams right now. Who, who like uh, what is it? Is it the Leafs or what Toronto team? No, it's the Senators. Ottawa Senators. They're on the block. Yeah, right? they're on the block. So Senators. Um, who was? <sighs> you seen what they did with Wrexham? That League Five. Turner oh yeah. Team. I mean, they turned that around. They made that into so, such. Who a was business the one that now? said they they want to buy the Senators? Yeah, it was Ryan, is Ryan, uh, Ryan O'Reilly. It was, it was Ryan, Ryan, Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, and Snoop Dogg. That's right. And um, three or four people have have put their head in. I think one just bowed out, and that was. That's pretty cool. I own a team. Yeah, I think the need. Osmond family should buy it and bring it to Branson. Doesn't Jay Z own yes. something up in New York? He used to own part of the Nets. Oh, and he he was the one that I think brought him to Brooklyn. So does anybody know? Anybody who does this, and a lot of young people do apparently, sometimes on purpose, but also as, as a nervous tick. Uh, the UK's Guardian did a story about how Americans have started speaking in a British accent when they feel awkward in social situations. Mm. Hmm. So they talked to a bunch of Gen Zers who admitted it's become a habit. Most said it's something they do unconsciously uh, when they feel uncomfortable. So, for example, a woman who works in tech said she recently went to let her boss know that uh, she was feeling burnt out. So, without thinking, she said in a British accent, it's affecting me mental health, isn't it? <laughs> Do that again. <laughs> it's affecting me mental health, isn't it? Oh, I mean, how Good. weird is that? I love it. Like, I Then her boss, who's oh, older, yeah. was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? You okay? What just happened to you? you? Okay? What the hell is that? Rondo, what's going on? Evidence of my what mental health declining, isn't it? it? What if I just imagine <laughs> like a young kid or a middle-aged lady turning into Jason Statham when they get nervous? Hell yeah. <laughs> Listen here, you screw. I don't like working here anymore. <laughs> when I close this door, that's going to be the end of it. And I'll rain down hell on this whole office if I have to. Uh, Lydia, what the hell's going on? <laughs> right. well, All we did was ask you to go to Starbucks. At least it's like a pleasant, you know, a pleasant accent, not like a German accent. Imagine that, like, Gen Zers are turning into, like, Germans. Right. <laughs> Let's see. Can we all hear each other's uh, British accents? Like what that sounds You like? just heard mine. Okay, you're it. done. And that's it. Okay, you're done. And that's it. I'm, I'm good. I'm what? Good. Oh. Come on, Mine always goes Australian. It pops out everyone's Come on, say, it's affecting it's me mental affecting health. It's affecting me mental health, isn't in it? it? <laughs> in it? In it. <laughs> it's affecting me mental health. Oh, that's a good one. Thank that's you. pretty good. Yeah. I'm it. obviously very nervous. Scott, do it. This is your acting it's moment. <laughs> my acting moment. They would. They don't cast. Uh, oh yes, they do. Yeah, oh yeah, they okay. do for English roles. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I always go Australian, so I'll just go Australian. You're be no, in the no, next no, 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 no. We're, we're Peaky Blinders. And we're we're doing a new season. <laughs> it's affecting my mental health. No. Eat, eat. Listen, we'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> do you think I got cast? We'll call you. Did I land a role? Not yet, buddy, but you'll be there. <laughs> I'm going to play King Charles, man. This is good. <laughs> yeah, the, the King's Speech number two. Yeah, the the, most, the most nervous you. guy in the world. He's always speaking in an accent. Wow. So so some they're saying some Gen Zers also do it when they have to confront people. Like a one guy needed his roommate to take the trash out and said in a British accent, can you please take out the rubbish? <laughs> Have you ever faked an accent with people you don't know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, when you're a teenage no. kid or something? Yeah. No, I've never done that. Like when you're out of town? Oh, yeah. 
No, because when I'm out of town, I have an accent. Oh, no. I'm talking like where you kind of want, like, because to me, I hear a, any other accent than an American accent. I'm going, that's impressive. Mm. Like, I'm always impressed. Like, that's the whole American thing. Like, any other country that has, like, any sort of accent is cool to me than this. Place. And you would, you would. Try my best. Try your best and insult them, obviously. Clearly. You're culturally appropriating. No, no, no. I'm doing it in America. Mm. Like if you go to Chicago and you're staying at a hotel, just for fun. You try to speak like a Chicago person <laughs> no, or no, somebody I, from. Like I act like I'm British in Chicago. Oh, that's, that's what I'm fun. talking. Hello, love. Hello. <laughs> I'd like to check into this embassy suites. It's all the same to you. <laughs> you change it. You keep changing like the class. Right, like Cockney and <laughs> every day yeah. you like. <laughs> so British reality shows like Love Island might have something to do with it. They're saying that they've become popular with young people in the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. and, and it's not just about mimicking people we've seen on TV. Experts think there's definitely a psychological reason behind it. Well, listen, they, they remember we, we talked about this a couple of years ago. They do say that when you if you spend some like let's, let's say you let's say Lauren goes to England for two weeks and by the end she's kind of speaking like them. That's not that's not even a bad thing. That's actually like a survival tactic. It's something in the brain that allows you to adapt into new scenarios. Well, it's, it's legitimately like a survival thing for humans. What they're yeah. saying here is, because it's only in uncomfortable situations, they're saying it could be a way of softening what you're saying or separating your true personality from a situation. So in other words, a defense mechanism. Uh, I yeah. think everybody needs help. Like <laughs> I think everybody needs to see a psychologist. Yeah, I, yes. Well, I'm pro the, mental health. Absolutely. Right, Governor? I think we right, I all Who's the Governor? <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. We're all insane. What is happening? Seriously, what is happening? This is a great feature. Yeah. You've never been to therapy? Go. It's What amazing. the hell is happening to everyone? Now we're just switching accents? Yes. <laughs> I'm down. I think it'd be really cute, like, you remember the movie Big Daddy, whenever uh, Adam Sandler's kid that he's adopting, like, gets nervous, he puts on the sunglasses. I think that that would be really cute if a little kid was nervous if they started talking in a British accent. So, mm. I'm down. Mm -hmm. No. Okay. <laughs> I just want it to be, yeah. I don't want it to be, cock I don't want it to be a chimney sweep. I want him to go into, like, full. <laughs> full, like, snatch, like the way yeah. Brad Pitt's spoke. You like dags? <laughs> like the way Brad Pitt sp spoke in Snatch. Yeah. <laughs> or Bricktop in Snatch. Yeah. If I throw a dog a bone, I don't want to know whether it tastes good or not. <laughs> All right, Thatcher. <laughs> <laughs> no more goldfish for you. <laughs> I get you don't want to do your homework. <laughs> yeah. You're learning times tables. <laughs> Be wary of a man who owns pigs. I hope somebody's got a subwoofer mean? in their car and every time Rafe does that, like it just booms that voice. Uh make it a German accent and I'll and I will I'll be on board. <laughs> just like a like or Russian. Well it like, could be like uh there's fun German. Like just something like like hard language. Like no, yeah. no, there's no like you know the romance languages, you know, like French is like you know, sweet when you hear it. Yeah. Everything or even somebody hot. with a French accent, mm -hmm. but just like, mm, give me like a brutal, give me something brutal. Yeah. Okay. Mother, father, <laughs> this eight o'clock yeah. bedtime is not going to be working for me anymore. The revolution will not be televised. 
Go right. to bed, Thatcher. <laughs> Thatcher, go to bed. You want your kid to come in and, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Was ist das? That's what I want. <laughs> my God. That's reasonable. <laughs> now, what's for dinner? What's for supper, my mother? Or my mom? I want something hard. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's take a break. We'll take a break. Let's regroup. I'm sweating. Come back. <laughs> we'll read some emails. Pseudo show. Traffic and weather. As you know us, the traffic and some weather. We'll hold the emails for a second. I want to do crap on next. I do want to play a little game with you guys. Uh, and it's called... Oh, my God. Oh, my game. <laughs> it's called uh, the uh, Same Name Song Competition. Okay. So I'm going to play it two songs. Two songs of the same name. You tell me what song is better. It's just an opinion thing. So, like, there are two photographs. Which is better, Nickelback's photograph or Def Leppard's photograph? Oh. Uh-huh. Wow. Perpice. Pulling out the big guns. Think about some songs with the same names. Tell me which one is better. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center. St. Louis's first choice for quality tires and expert auto service. You may not know this, but Dobbs is a local company in business since 1976. And the team includes not only the Dobbs family, but also more than 600 plus expert tire and automotive service techs who work at Dobbs' 43 convenient store locations. Check out Dobbs' early Memorial Day deals at GoToDobbs.com. You'll find deals you could use, money saver coupons to help you save while getting your family vehicle ready for hot weather driving, including the long road trips many of us will be taking, starting with the Memorial Day holiday weekend and throughout the long, hot summer. Choose Dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top-running condition. And remember, at Dobbs, with 43 store locations, convenience is the name of the game. You'll be in, up, fixed, and out same day. Click on GoToDobbs.com and save with Dobbs May Deals today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. The smartest way to do your homework is Heckman Lumber. Warm weather means homework for homeowners. If your homework means a new deck, turn to the deck experts at Hackman Lumber. Browse the largest inventory of decking materials and deck accessories in Missouri at Hackman Lumber Company. Talk with their experts about treated lumber, cedar, timber tech, trex, evergreen, and azek to find the best deck for you. Check out endless choices of railings, balusters, and LED deck lighting options. Hackman Lumber Company will not be undersold on in-stock decking materials guaranteed. You can choose to do it yourself with Hackman's expert advice, or they can recommend reputable contractors to do the work for you. Hackman Lumber St. Peter's is your go-to place for a huge selection of quality bedding plants, perennials, and hanging beds. Baskets. They also carry topsoil and potting mix for your gardening needs. Come visit all Hackman Lumber Showrooms in St. Charles, Pacific, and Troy, Missouri, or online at HackmanSTL.com. Hey there, this is comedian Nikki Glazer, St. Louis native, and you're listening to my favorite show, The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz! You know, Nikki Glazer's got some uh, company now in the Five Timers Club. Ben Bailey is now a five, five timer. Got the jacket. He looked good in the jacket too. Yeah, he did. I know. Listen, Bray, you're part of the show now. I know, but I'm still a little, you know, a little butt hurt, a little salty. Dude. Yo, yeah, let you, you get put over the jacket it. Butt hurt. Yeah, I gotta wear a jacket. <laughs> hey, I do want to recognize somebody. Uh, congratulations to uh, Kevin Matzker. 
Kevin Matzker is our grand prize winner of the Riz Show's First Responders Front Row Giveaway for Point Fest next Saturday. So Kevin is a uh, paramedic firefighter in Creve Corps, right, right over here, who has served the St. Louis area for 12 years now. Kevin will receive four front row reserve seats for Point Fest next Saturday. He's going to meet some of the bands. Maybe Moon and Greek Fire, maybe, oh. if there's time. We'll make time. I don't want you to, I don't want to commit you to anything, you know. We'll make time. It's a crazy day. But, uh, so, uh, and he's going to join us backstage for uh, a barbecue catered by Heavy Smoke Barbecue and more. So, congratulations to Kevin. <laughs> Kevin Matzker. Also, as a little bonus for all the first responders who entered our giveaway, uh, we would like to invite every first responder who entered the giveaway to Point Fest next Saturday. So we're hooking every first responder up, again, who entered the contest. We're going to give them two tickets to Point Fest. That's so, awesome. Wow. That's awesome. So come on down. Dang. So be on, if you enter the contest, be on the lookout for an email from 105.7 The Point with details on the two tickets uh, if you're one of the first responders who entered over the past couple weeks. So congratulations to our grand prize winner, Kevin, and uh, thank you to all the first responders out there who entered. Uh, we appreciate you all. So. Very, Very cool. cool, man. That's awesome. All right, before we get to crap on celebrities, some songs that have the same names. Which one's better? So, for example, okay, for example, uh, Nickelback's uh, photograph versus Def Leppard's photograph. Get an idea of where you're at musically. It's Def Leppard. Oh, Learn made a yucky face. Oh, that's not nice. <laughs> Learn made a yucko face. The two songs compared, no comparison. Zero. Well, Zero comparison. Which song has the word Joey in it? Uh, Def Leppard is uh, <laughs> singing it in a British accent because he's right. nervous. Moon, what's your favorite one of the two photographs? Man, I, honestly, I don't know the Def Leppard one all that much. So I'll, I'll go ahead and say that back to back, I'm singing along with Nickelback. Nickelback. I'm going Def Leppard. I'm going Def Leppard. Def Leppard. Def Leppard. Def Leppard. Scott. I'm going Nickelback, Nickelback. as well. All right. Boy, oh boy. Same about, reason as me. How about these two? Song. Two songs named Stronger. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Right, this would be who? Anybody? Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson. Oh, it's our, I was going to say Katy Perry. I don't even know. Uh, Kelly Clarkson. The other one sounds way different. Sure. Okay. This one makes you stronger. Because it's Daft Punk. I mean, that's the only reason I'm loving it. Wait much longer. This is a, this is a great take, honestly. Okay, so Kanye West versus Kelly Clarkson. Which stronger is better? Kanye West. Kanye West. I'm going to say Kanye and Daft Punk, yes. Kanye? Mm. And the Kanye Daft Punk one will live longer. Uh, yeah. And I'm going to say Kelly Clarkson. Me too. I like the I'm Kelly Clarkson better, yeah. All right. I got to go for our next president, Kanye. Uh, Kanye. <laughs> he is running. So Rafe and I are uh, Kelly Clarkson. The rest of you is are Kanye. All right. How about a tale of two hellos? Know just what to say. Oh, I gotta start the my game over. My fault. Come on. Cause you know just what to say. And you know just what to do. And I want to tell you so. What? Oh. 
Uh, the tale of two hellos. She's got an interesting British accent. You got to pick a hello. Rafe, Lionel or Adele, hello. which hello is better? Lionel Richie. And here's why. The music video. <laughs> Without music? Is yeah. that the blind woman? He, no, he's. I think he. He's yeah, blind. either she's blind. Yeah, she's blind, and she she, she sculpts his she face sculpts perfectly. Face. Does he have that in and his? And he's house? like a. T, they have like a whole thing where he's a college professor at the top of the video. It's amazing. Yeah. He really leaned in. It is in. iconic. And also, you didn't even play the good part of that song. You really loaded that up for Adele. You didn't even play the part where he says, "Hello, is it me you're looking for?" Like that's what <laughs> you played that. That was loaded for Adele. Lionel Richie is better. I die on that hill. Scott, um, I'm gonna go. Even though I like the uh, uh, Richie song here, I'm gonna go Adele because that Saturday Night Live skit they did to that song. That's all I think about yeah. now, and it's so perfect and hilarious. It's got to be that one. It's a funny song. We're going for that. I'm going Lionel. I'm going Adele. Rafe was totally right that that was loaded for Adele. Yeah, but Adele still wins. Adele wins for you, huh? I think it's a simpler. It's a simpler song, simpler written song, which is uh, sometimes harder to do. I think it's produced perfectly, and I think honestly, it will go farther. Mm. Okay, mm -hmm. all right. How about <laughs> really two songs <laughs> named Angel? Oh. You're my to that song. Oh, yeah. Everybody's going to be like, hey, if you don't pick this one, you're killing puppies. Hey, man. You hate dogs. I love both. Everybody on this show knows I don't hate dogs. Well, we'll see. This, both of these songs, two different memories. I used to write, whenever I was a little kid, I used to write the lyrics to Aerosmith's Angel. My mom used to travel for business overseas, and I would write the lyrics and, and secretly put the note in her briefcase. So that song, hands down forever, is Now, is the video the one for that one, is that the woman floating? <coughs> oh, I've never seen the music about, video. Uh, under the bridge or over the bridge? Uh, an angel from angel from Aerosmith. I know, I'm saying in, in the in I the remember video. it being very Ghostbusters-like. Did you? Like the oh, floating I apparition. <laughs> I don't know, I may be making that, that up in my head. But not Aerosmith for me. Sarah McLaughlin or Aerosmith? I love puppies, and uh, I'm just I'm gonna go with uh, Sarah. Okay. Aerosmith all day, all day, dude. You're the reason I live. <laughs> You're the reason I die. When that hits, dude, it is very good. That's like the part. Yeah. I think I went in for a kiss on that bridge. I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, let's Scott, go ahead. Let's go I know this the, video. It's amazing. Right, yeah. This yeah. is amazing. He's I've never on the moon. seen these music videos. <laughs> no, he's not. He's singing in her eyes. He's, he's singing, singing in her eyes. Oh, wow. yeah. yeah, I know all the people driving Monte Carlo is going to be mad at me right now, but I'm going, Sarah. It is Saving Ghostbusters. Saving the puppies. It is Ghostbusters. Look at this. Uh, did you see the... <laughs> also, dude, he's wearing a full-on duster. Hell yeah, he is. Joe Perry? Joe Perry's wearing a full-on black leather duster that I wanted my whole life in that video. <laughs> Okay. Oh look 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 wow. look look! There she goes. Oh yeah. I yeah, mean, that's right. It's like it's like a it's like the woman floating over Dan Aykroyd. In, yeah. Uh, Someone in was making Ghostbusters with no budget. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yep. We're the the room is divided. Very much. so. The room is divided on all these so far. As it should be. Okay. Uh -huh. There hasn't been what a about, unanimous one. What about this one? Okay, we got TLC's Creep. Uh -oh. and 
versus Radiohead Scream. We could also put an STP song in there, too. We could have, yes. Really ruined but it. But I just wanted to do TLC Creep versus Radiohead. God, Creep. they're both iconic songs. Gotta pick one. Mm. I'm going TLC. TLC. I am much more a TLC fan than I am a Radiohead fan. All right. But in this case, Radiohead wins. I'm with you. I'm with you. And what? I hate Radiohead. Radiohead wins. I hate Radiohead. That's uh, that song. Well, you guys are wrong. We'll live longer, <laughs> mean more, and the lyrics are better. See, I feel uh, like it's overdone, and I'm just sick of it. That was just a really stupid thing you said. TLC? Uh, right. TLC. All day, dude. Kidding me? What's your argument against his? Crazy, sexy, cool. I that just record. think everybody wants, dude. Everybody wants to suck Radiohead off. Not this guy. <laughs> nothing to do not with this guy. I just told you not I'm a bigger fan guy. than TLC. No. But you have to. I do not look like at, Radiohead. To, I like some Radiohead, oh, but I, I just I feel like everybody like everybody watched Fight Club one too many times and is like, it's like sad genius, dude. And I'm like, nah, man. Lisa Left Eye Lopez. That's what I'm R.I.P. Baby. That's right. R.I.P. TLC all day long. Burning house Fight is down. Me. Let's go. <laughs> what do you know about her? I know. About I know she. Left I, Eye Lopez? I, do you know? Do you know I'm, I'm asking him. I know she what burned Andre Rice's house, house to the ground. There we go. What else you want to know? What, what, what else do you know about her? Are you gonna shout out her name like like you like you're a fan, like you know something, and you're gonna? Well, she passed away for one thing. R.I.P. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, and continue. She conquered that. What, what do you want to know about her? You well, know, you're like, gonna crash on Radiohead. She was born in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, in 1970. All Another one we're divided on. Scott. Wrong. Yeah, I have to go. Uh, I mean, it's from their most important album, <laughs> and that's Radiohead. I gotta go creep. Okay, there. what album's it from? That one album that was that song. <laughs> yeah, let's... Pablo Honey. It's from Pablo Honey. Yeah, that's even funnier. Really? And you should appreciate that. Dang. No, no, no. I appreciate a... being twelve years old listening to Crazy Sexy Cool on repeat. My friend Danielle's bedroom every Saturday night, where I got to be Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Uh, and she is was that the chilly. one with waterfalls on it? Oh Listen. yeah, yeah. All I, I think red every, light special. Every woman of a certain of age could do the rap from Waterfalls. Oh yeah, yeah. I spent left, money. Left Eye Lopez rap from Waterfalls. I yes. spent money on TLC. I have never spent money on Radiohead. This is not an argument for Radiohead or against TLC. We're just comparing these two songs. Right. Just and you picked Radiohead. And I picked Radiohead. I did too. But did you do that for Shocking yourself or did world, you do that way. for the majority? You were like, the you majority. You think I've done anything on this show for the majority? Are you, were are just you saying calling into question that what it is that iconic? I do here? You're, okay, so you are saying. What's Lemmy's birth sign? <laughs> <laughs> He's a Capricorn. All right, all right. Nice, okay, nice okay, okay, next one, next one. We got two more, two more here. Okay, Tom Petty versus Foo Fighters. Oh, no. Golly. Okay, the song is Learning to Fly. Those there, are... there are, I mean, you picked up maybe, maybe, maybe the one scenario ever that I would ever choose Foo Fighters over Tom Petty because Tom Petty is objectively a, just a bigger presence. America's greatest songwriter. As, and don't you argue that fact. As giant as Foo Fighters is <laughs> and may be and may continue to be, Tom Petty is a bigger personality, bigger everything. But in this case, 
Foo Fighters wins this 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 I know. this battle. Maybe Tom Petty wins this because I don't know. I get a feeling when I hear that Tom Petty song. Yeah, I get the I get the chills. Foo, Foo Fighters learning to fly is my least favorite Foo Fighters song. That really made it mainstream. Yeah, I, I can't stand it. It's got my nickname in it. I can't stand it. Um, and it's Tom Petty all the way in this moment for me. Wow. I know. Thank you, Lauren. Thank that you. is effed up. I know, dude. man. Rafe. Uh not a huge. Huge crazy fan, but I agree with Moon. I think this was the one time, the one Foo Fighters song, and I'll tell you why. Two reasons: the video was funny, the Foo Fighters video where they're on the Michelle plane Gondry. was very, very fun. That was when I realized Dave Grohl had. Ex I was like, oh, this is cool. He's got a cool sense of humor, and I thought that was cool when I was a kid. And also, there's I can't ever find it, but he sang an acoustic version of this on a radio show one time, and it was. Are you thinking Everlong? No, it was this one. Was this one? Mm -hmm. When he's a pilot, yeah, yeah the, and the, uh, the characters they play in the the yeah. roses. It was as this well. song. It was learning. It was a, he slowed it down and sang an acoustic version, and it was <laughs> like it was bone chilling, haunting. And it was yeah, they good. have a they have an acoustic record called Skin and Bones. I mm -hmm. think there may be is it on it. Yeah, Double I think disc. There's a, good, there's a good acoustic version on there. What do you say, Scott? Man, that's tough because I love, love, love the Foo Fighters. Big fan, uh, but. Tom Petty's "Learn to Fly" is just—it's the same thing. It gives you those heartstrings. It Tom just Petty's hits me guy. a different way. Tom Petty's inspires artist, me a lot, but but the, this song is a bigger song. I, I also could and and thank you, Ron. I could have thrown in "Learning to Fly" by Pink Floyd. That's a great one too, but mm -hmm. I, I only picked two. Okay, last one. Here we go. Last one. This is gonna be tough. All right, which jump is better? Van Halen, hands down. Come on. Van hands down. Hands down. Pants and I backwards. And the surviving member of Crisscross would beg to differ. Hey, mm -hmm. David Lee Roth begs to differ, okay? I'll tell you all about it. That's tell right. me about it. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Love it. Hey, this is hey I was wearing my pants backwards, too, okay? I Listen, was. Listen, this is, again, I have to fight my own heart here because I would go, I would go Van Halen. Every single time. And by the way, but, both jumps are played at every wedding. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but you cannot discount, and we all have, we've all discounted the impact that Crisscross had. Maybe not, not directly. Not Maybe not directly, but just in like the whole sense of like... They had one young, song that made it big. Okay, I'm not talking about them. I'm I talking, about, put I'm talking about the lasting oh, changes. Like around. Younger folks... Um, black folks. I mean, like the whole thing was like during a period where there was like a bigger change. It was like a, it was it was like there were things that were happening in the music industry that were allowed because of that giant single, because of a lot of weird things what? that happened with with crisscross. I'm telling I feel you, like man. there's if you're wanting to talk you're about like black it. artists, like I don't think it was crisscross. I, I think there's like just, tons of which people song before. Do you like yeah, cramping on left eye, but let's get <laughs> let's get crisscross. Right, well, no what is because crisscross was the kind where I was in elementary, probably first second grade, whenever they were hitting. And it was one of the first, you know, like hip hop groups that you see on your friends' walls. It changed. It changed a lot in culture America. that we didn't necessarily notice. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it you still doesn't. Their it still everywhere. doesn't beat Van Halen's jump in this <laughs> in this thing, but it needs to be said. <laughs> just, just when you hands down it, you cannot insult Chris Cross. Like, well, how listen, dare you? How dare you? That, that's I like don't... calling a winner and spitting in the loser's no, face. I mean, those kids just call so the winner. It may, it may be just something How for, like, young you? artists. Those boys were so little in 92. I'm like, not even saying it's anything to them. I don't even know if they wrote the song. I, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying song versus song. One may, maybe, <laughs> maybe is getting discounted a little easier than it should be. I'm, I'm going to Van Halen it. 
I think we're all going to Van Halen. <laughs> it's closer. But don't disrespect. It's closer than you think. No, it is isn't. Is it really? <laughs> I, I Chris don't Cross think affected so. one seventh grade dance where everybody wore their clothes backwards, and ah. that was it. And that, yeah. You're wrong. Ah, yeah. Um, yeah. David Lee Roth is my spirit animal. Chris Cross had like two or three songs on that record. Did they? I only yeah, know Yeah, I, I, I mean, when Let's somebody reminds listen. us of it, <laughs> I'm telling you, uh, I, I can't know, think of it now. When huh? I was 11 years old, I really liked the Fat Boys album where they redid Chubby Checker's Twist. Oh, and, yeah, uh, the Fat Boys. Man, you got to understand, that was such a like a weird time of like it was a weird oh, time. so much stuff being thrown at us. Weirder than 1985 when Van Halen came out. Like, but I'm saying like 85 was so much more of a direct industry. Even the way the industry worked and just like handed, <laughs> spoon right. fed you everything. I just want to say that Crisscross did. I, Maybe the impact that that band Criss Cross had on was for Lil Bow Wow, the only artist to come <laughs> after, is the impact that those kids had on that other kid. So I'm just saying, nah, Van nah. Halen across Scott, the Scott, it's Van Halen. Uh, we all, hey, yeah. listen. Yeah. Yeah. It's unanimous. Hey, it took David Lee Roth to bring us all together. Yeah. What was the other song? What was the other song? Nobody knows. Somebody Dude. knows. Did you see the email? What? About this? Oh, that no. came in? This is a, it's a three one. It's a three for, do we have time for one more? God. Adam Parker emailed in Crazy by Gnarls Barkley versus Crazy by Patsy Cline versus Crazy by Aerosmith. Oh, wow. All three great easy. songs. Man, that's that Gnarls Barkley one is, uh, that, that's, that's a. But it's Patsy all the way. It, oh, it's Willie yeah, Nelson, Willie, right? Willie. Yeah, it's Willie. No, it's yeah. Yeah, it's Patsy, one hundred percent. You hear that on a oh, vinyl? No, sorry. Oh my gosh, that Gorgeous. is one of the greatest songs of all it time. Is Her version. Sorry, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get on that boat. Crisscross, <laughs> I missed the bus. That song was awesome. I missed. I'm never the ever bus. gonna do it again, or whatever it was. <laughs> I mean, what is that? Song? Here's a little. I missed the bus. Sorry, you're too young, bro. I don't know this I have song. never heard this song. These, this was their big hit, these, too. These were kids. Yes. These were kids that were, like, affecting us. Van Halen, I, I, it was a cartoon. It, you know, and it was like, that, that was something that was so awesome, but it wasn't like a, whoa. I will give you that they opened the door for younger artists to make it. I will give you that. Why oh, can't it just be what that. song you like better? <laughs> yeah, dude. What song you like better? That's not what you said. That's not what you said. You said... What is a better song? Right. This and you're, I didn't mean it that way. I said, what song do you like better? And then I'm getting yelled at because. No, you said you're down. down. You disrespected yeah, dudes. Okay. Down. <laughs> Let's settle down, everybody. Which crazy? I want confirmation. Patsy. Yeah, Patsy. Patsy. Uh, Gnarls. Patsy. All right, get Riz, just Almost. leave. <laughs> oh, hey man, you're saying Patsy? It's hard for me to. Yeah, I mean, well, that song has stood the test of time. Right, Willie Nelson. I feel like you think you have to say. No, no? I do not. No. I loved that song as you, a little. I girl. get what you would Keep say. Keep pushing. That. I feel like you Keep have pushing. to say. You have to say. I'll get out. No, 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 no. <laughs> Keep pushing. <laughs> All of us. Explain yourself. Yeah, what was the me? It's one of the most iconic songs written of all time. I'm not saying it's bad. But when you look back at it, like so many covers have been done. The fact that it was written by Willie Nelson, that she covered it, I and that's what I don't care who it's written by. If the, if, oh, that doesn't matter? If that's coming on, I'm going next. And yeah. I love 90s Aerosmith. Dude, don't get me yeah, wrong. Don't Craig, even. Come here, baby. Like, I'm all about it. But 
that song is more. It's going to stand the I test of time. I could listen to Crazy anytime. Patsy Cline's Crazy. I got to be in a certain mood. Got to. I can't be in my car listening to that. Fine. And that makes the song worse. To me. So you can listen can to I Narls listen to? Barkley anytime. 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 It is I good. Anytime. Known as funeral. Anywhere. I can't deny no. what you feel. Known as funeral. Especially known as You're spinning Narls Barkley crazy. <laughs> your reasoning is stupid, but I see your reasoning. <laughs> That's what Lauren yeah. just said. <laughs> Throw in crazy by seal. Oh, and now, now I'm voting. Diff- now, I'm go- now I'm going seal. <laughs> <laughs> Which means you never really were convinced about Narls in the first place. No, I was convinced about Narls. Now we're throwing another factor in there. Uh, a little bit and now I'm going seal. seal. You know that song, right? That seal of course, song. Sing dude, it to me, Riz. Dude, you, oh, know, dude. you know who did one of the most excellent versions of it of all time? Thank Alanis Morissette on her acoustic record. Really? Did, 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 I don't think I know it. Oh yes, oh, you do. Dude. Watch, we're gonna Pull make you sing it. it. Watch, 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 watch. Hang on. Crazy dog. I'm, I'm pulling up the seal version. <clears throat> oh, you gotta pull oh, up the Alanis. Dude, now I'm gonna no. If we're gonna get her, if we're gonna get her into crazy, she's got to know the OG version first. After this commercial break crazy. from YouTube. We need to subscribe to YouTube Pro. <laughs> what is this show doing? Oh, this would seal, by the way, with hair. Oh, real? Oh, my gosh. What Man. year? <laughs> oh, dude, this song is the jam. Look at seal hair. Oh, yeah, yeah, Dude, it's so good. I know this song. Yeah, this song. Rules. Oh, yeah. Ray, if you know the song? Barely. Oh, yeah. Man, this picture yeah. is I want to just like, I want to go on a hike for a song. That sounds like something your parents were schedule six to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is. Thumbs down. <laughs> it sounds like a song your parents would be like, Wednesday night. Uh, I'm putting on Seal Crazy. And you know what we do, honey. He's wearing leather pants. Missionary lights out. He's wearing leather pants and his shirt's open. Shit out. That is good. I didn't realize that was the name of that song. Crazy good. This is Atlantis. Is that Usher? No, it almost looked like uh, The Edge. So cool. Yo, there's, there's an acoustic version of this on her on her acoustic record, and it is beautiful. She does this in concerts. That's, that's a good version. Yeah. Man, OG Seal version. Woo, man. Sorry, I fell asleep. Oh, <laughs> what's going on? That's okay. I think I think you needed it. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's do crap on celebrities. And now, crap on celebrities. That was great. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. And it's brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best. Flush the rest. BrightHouseCo.com. 636-600-0188. Ivan Moody's of Five Finger Death Punch. His recovery from surgery for three hernias has hit another snag. Uh, so they've had to scrap more dates. 
They uh, posted on their website Monday that he went to the emergency room a few days ago, had some complications from his recent hernia surgery, and so they're going to be off the road now until at least June 12th. And so they will not be opening up for Metallica. Um, they've been replaced by Epica. I can't believe you're telling me this way. I'm so sorry <laughs> that you had to find out. But by the time they're here in St. Louis, things should be all good. Wait, they got will... replaced by who? Epica. 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 It's kind of like a uh, orchestra That's you take opera to metal. Up. That's Epicac. Oh. <laughs> That's what I thought she was saying. And I was like, there's a band called Epicac? That's crazy. That's I'm going to go to the Metallica show one night. I'm going to go to the Friday. Yes. Pantera and uh, Wolfgang Van Halen. And that'll be it. That's it. Tom Morello Epica. has... Epica. They're like, Epica. <laughs> has launched a company called Commandante Productions to build a portfolio of documentary films and series surrounding Morello's history in the music industry, social consciousness, and dedication to activism. The weekend has changed his name across all of his media accounts to his real name, which is Abel Tespe. Saw that yesterday. That, so what's his real name? The weekend's wrong. Abel Tespe. So why did he? Why is he doing this? I think he's trying to get more acting gigs. And uh, wait, wait. So he's not going by the weekend anymore. Like the, the, the he has ma- changed the... his name across the board. So it's open. So it's open. I'm now. No, no, no. The weekend. I want it. But drop one of the e's. There's just too many damn e's in it. Yeah, there's a lot of e's. <laughs> okay. Perfect. I, I am. I'm announcing now. Which e? The last one. The one is because if you do the first one, it's the weekend. The weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, no, no. no. We would never do that. I, I made the mistake and I didn't drop the e. I dropped the d. So it was just weekend. Weekend. Yeah, weekend. it was not a good name. All right. So I am now to be referred to as the weekend. But you have to say the end very quickly. Gene Simmons has teamed up with Gary Hamilton, chairman of Arc Light Films, to launch the Simmons Hamilton Production Studio. They're going to be developing, financing, and producing 25 action feature films over five years, uh, with the first one being called Deep Water, which will be a survival thriller uh, directed by Rennie Harlan, if you care. Um, There's also going to be a comic book movie series called Dominatrix. And uh, that will come out in July. Billy Corgan was speaking with Zane Lowe, talking about Kurt Cobain. And um, Billy says, Kurt was the most talented guy of our generation. Kurt had so much talent. It was frightening, but he's not here. I don't think they got along, did they? Well, it's interesting. They didn't. And so this is interesting so many years later that Billy Corgan is saying that um, he misses Kurt Cobain, but not because he's dead, but because Billy Corgan wanted to be better than Nirvana, and because Kurt Cobain and Nirvana dissolved, oh, so what he never got that dr- chance. It, it what dr- it's what drove him. Yeah, yes. he's, he's he's kind of said that before. Almost almost like he he kind of sees them as a Batman Joker thing, right? Because yeah. then he something about his guitar tone, like he, he kind of hinted at something. He also dated that they Courtney borrowed Love. his guitar tone. Courtney Love and him had a thing. Billy did. I thought they just wrote. Together. Uh, I think they had a thing too. Oh, okay, I thought he wrote wow. the record. Uh, by now you have probably seen the Martha Stewart Sports Illustrated cover. Oh, no. I haven't seen Oh, it. please look it up. She looks gorgeous. <laughs> Craig Gass, our buddy Craig Gass, had oh, the no. best tweet about it. He says, my boner doesn't know what to do. <laughs> I can understand. She's 81. <laughs> my boner is confused. She looks amazing. And she is one of four of the different cover models. Megan Fox, Brooks Nader, and uh, Kim Petras also will be gracing the cover of Sports Illustrated for their swimsuit issue. That gal's 81? Okay, 81. so wow. so the 15-year-old, I don't know, a 15-year-old still looking forward to the uh, Mar- to the uh, Sports <laughs> Illustrated swimsuit edition? Yeah. Not like back in the day. Dude, when we were growing up, the Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition was a big deal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Okay, and if I was, yeah. if I was th- no offense to Martha Stewart. 
But if I was 13, 14 years old and they told me an 81 year old was uh-huh. on the cover, I go, oh. Oh, no. Uh, you have, lost, you well, have lost the plot? The good news is there's three other models. So you don't, you know, if Martha's not your bag. But which, so which one came with the football not use phone? that word. With the Martha one. <laughs> so you ordered Sports Illustrated. You weren't sure which issue you were going to get. Yeah. So there's what, Martha's four. Martha's hot, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but for a 13 year old. She looks incredible, but it, it is interesting business oh, move. Did you have a lot of discerning taste when you were 13, dude? Think of the things so you were I got the I got to. the 80 I got the 81 year old or the or the uh the Megan Fox one. She looks You know, plenty of people ridiculous. probably have like a, a good fetish way. for older people though. Well, that's what I I'm think not, they I'm, did. And, mm-hmm. Okay. They were like Porn, Pornhub just told us that everybody's searching for uh you know stepmom granny and stepmom and milf yeah. stuff or whatever. Right. So like let's lean actually, into it. Maybe yeah, they're, they're leaning in. I mean, this not is interesting. barely though. legal. I want barely breathing. Barely <laughs> she, driving. She does look gorgeous. I mean, look at this. Is this, is this like one of the cover Yeah, that's one something? of them. That's one of them. I mean, dude, wow. uh, I would never guess she's, hot, she's over dude. 60. Yep, she's got it going on. She's, I hope she's I look like that at 81. very good looking for an 81-year-old. Thank okay? You. Thank you for admitting it. I'm no, just stop saying. Qual- stop qualifying it. She's very good looking. Period. Period. Martha Stewart's hot. She got and she's cool. Yeah, she she's really been is. to prison, dude. Dude, she's she best knows some tricks. <laughs> this is every cool chick you're dating now at 81. You're right, and so, she's rich. She's rich. She's cool. She's hot. What else do you want? And Ray? she has two first names, which is harder to trust, but still. Still, we will uh, give it to her. So, I, so true story. I used to work um, uh, for a company that tracked radio station spins. Is what they call it. Um, so we were on one floor, and Martha Stewart Omni Media was on the floor above us. And everybody who worked for her at the time, this is before she went to prison, said she was a monster to work for. Mm. Mm. Hey, you yeah, got to get okay. to that status somehow. Like she, I mean, hey, sh- a shrewd businesswoman. That's like the cool thing to say now about everybody too. So like, this is back then when I worked there. Right. I'm just saying, like, uh, you don't like, you don't like. And it? you know what? She uh, probably was just telling you what my what I was told. So many women are called bitches just because they won't le- they won't let everybody walk all over them. So you know, yeah, yeah, she yeah. probably was aggressive or could be. A, I don't know. Too I'm, just, I'm just saying. When Martha was on the floor, you know, it was like everybody was. Well, of course, when the boss is on the floor, right. fuck her up. Button down. Uh, Reba McIntyre is in the news, Rafe. I don't know if you knew this, but she's serving as a, she's Sorry. been serving as a mentor on the uh, current season of The Voice. And they really liked her because she's Reba. And so she's getting a promotion. She's going to take over Blake Shelton's chair Sweet. on the upcoming 24th season coming this fall. Yeah. Wow. You going to be watching? Upgrade. She's Big a time? star, man. Of course. I don't even like that show and I'll so watch it. Reba's on it. What did so, you, you drop? I was just, I, I think I, my, that my, was his jaw hitting the floor of Reba <laughs> McIntyre, everybody. You can see pants, it on the webcams. My belt buckle. <laughs> he was looking at Martha Stewart. Yeah, damn, dude. Relax. Wow, hit the floor. We get it. You're into her. <laughs> uh, so Blake is leaving after this season. He's been around since the show's launch back in 2011. And the three other coaches next season will be Gwen Stefani, John Legend, and uh, Niall Haran, who I don't know. Oh, that. Niall Haran? Niall Haran. Just one Direction? Oh, really? Yeah, come on. I'm sorry. Come on, man. Oh. And you I don't know, know sorry, the impact of Chris Crow. <laughs> <laughs> Can't take her seriously anymore. If you've been waiting, you can now stream the Super Mario Brothers movie at home as of midnight last night. The number one video game movie of all time is available for $30 on Amazon Prime and Apple TV. And uh, Netflix is looking to come out with a Love is Blind wine called Love is Wine. So, uh, do you guys watch Love is Blind? I don't know what that is. Uh, is that the show? one with uh, uh, Nick Lachey and uh, his yeah. wife? Uh, no, no, no. That's a, that's a different one. Love is Blind is where they put all these strangers 
by a, like, you can never see who you're talking to. You're talking to somebody through a wall. Love connection? Is that I what? That was Love is Blind. This is Love is Blind. With Nick Lachey? I think so. Oh. Oh, my God. We're in a vortex. I watched an episode of that, and I go, this is really stupid. It's very interesting, though. Wait, like, Nick, Nick Lachey is the host? I guess Him so. and his wife. Very Vanessa. minimally. Uh, four seasons. Damn, yeah. Nick Lachey, Vanessa oh. Lachey. Um... Hmm. I just focused on the episode. Yeah, somebody told me about it, and I was like, all right, I'll watch it. And I was folding laundry. The best part of Love is Blind is when they finally get to see each other, and they're engaged at this point. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what? They get engaged. They, they get engaged yeah, they prior to on seeing Love one is of them. Blind, baby. Love is Blind. <laughs> and, when the, and when the futuristic, <laughs> Sorry, the futuristic <laughs> door is open, the disappointment that you can see on some of the faces is ridiculous. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm just going to type that in and say reactions. Yeah. <laughs> Love is blind reactions. Let's see. Oh my God, this is so toxic. Uh. <laughs> what did you say? I mean, that's the point. All these producers, everybody that's yeah, selling this stuff. Yeah, but everybody's pretty on these shows. There's no ugly. They don't hire ugly people, <clears throat> right? Is this the show where they uh, stole Convy's song? The guy stole Ludo's song. Yeah, say it was his. Yes. Oh, good for him. And uh, finally, th- th- oh. listen. On these kind of shows, they don't hire ugly people. Right, but I mean, and, and you know when you're going in, like the whole, the they are going to excel. Their whole business plan here is to make you get engaged and then be shocked and not stoked so they can get your reaction. The best part of this show, though, is is that when they finally get to see each other, so that's like the fourth episode or whatever, and then they have to get married and then watching these people find ways to pull out of this wedding because this is a... <laughs> Is that what is that what they do? They try to back out. It's a huge mistake, man. Whoa, he, oh, whoa. he just grabbed some Say tush, what? Okay. The first time he saw her, he grabbed her. Yeah, might as well. Well, that's wild. Like they're so. Yeah. Wow. Look at they're that. They're so awkward. Man. They're in love. Well, you missed it. Learn. Look. Look. Look oh, what he yeah. does. Look at that. Honk. 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 Right. Well, they've been talking for three weeks. They're engaged. They can. They can. Yeah. Each other's yeah. butts now. Yep. Oh, it's so great. Look and at finally. That first season. What in the world, dude? <laughs> and finally, <laughs> guitarpickreviews.com, which sounds like which sounds like a totally made-up website, has made a list of the eight most iconic guitar solos of all time. Okay, so number one is Eruption, right? We all could agree upon that. It is not. No. It is not on. It's on the what? list. I'm it's sorry, Hotel wait, wait, California. Wait, 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 what? The greatest the guitar solos of Top all time. I'll beat it. No. Freebird. No. Uh, Sultan's a swing. How is Eruption not number one? It's not. It's number five. Is is it Stairway to Heaven? That's number two. Is it Yingwei Malmsteen? Yeah, <laughs> dude. Yingwei. Yingwei Malmsteen. Oh, I'll tell you what. Is it, uh, is it something with Lukather? It's no. got to be, right? Mm-mm. No. Think so, guitarist specifically. The famous Jimmy guitarist. Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix. Okay, all uh, on the Watchtower. All on the Watchtower. Yeah. And so, um, anyway, Joe Satriani came in at number eight, Surfing with the Alien. Metallica's one at number seven. Guns N' Roses, November Rain, number six. Eruption from Van Halen, number five. Comfortably Numb, number four. Here's a top three.
number one. Okay. Not on all of them, but I do think, like, there's some argument here. Skinner didn't get in. It's probably the most iconic guitar solo, whether you like Skinner or not. The Freebird Free one? I mean, it's kind of weird that it didn't even get in. What up? What was number 10? There's no 10. It's just 8. What it was 8? Eight was uh, Joe Satriani. Yeah, no, no room. We're out of, we're out we're of. Round we're numbers, out. yeah. We can only we afford eight. Right. <laughs> yeah, let's just stop there. Okay, Jimmy, just stop. Damn, we only budgeted for eight. <laughs> I can only think of eight, honestly. We'll just stop there. And that's your crap on celebrities. <laughs> what the heck? Uh, your celebrity celebrating a birthday today, Thomas Brody Sangster. No idea. Oh, okay. Well, that's uh, Jojen Reed on Game of Thrones, the kid who helped Bran Stark get control of his ability to enter the mind of animals. He's 33. Megan Fox is 37. Adam Rickman. Uh, that's the uh, dude on uh, Man vs. Food. Oh, Richmond. Richmond. Adam sorry, Richmond. Sorry, Richmond. Adam Richmond. Mm-hmm. He's, Alan uh, Rickman's son is Adam Rickman. <laughs> He's 49. Jason Acuna. Do you know who Jason Acuna yes, is? Yes, Wee Man. That's right. Wee Man is 50 years old. Tracy Gold, uh, she was Carol Seaver on Growing Pains. Tracy Gold is 54. Ralph Tresvent. He, uh, he is in one of those uh, R&B groups. Uh, he was a singer. Uh, Probably the least successful member of the group after it split up. Bobby Brown and Belle Bib DeVoe uh, definitely blew up bigger. New Edition. New Edition's lead singer is 55. Janet Jackson, 57. Chris Novoselic, bass player for Nirvana, 58 years old. Deborah Winger, that's Ashton Kutcher's mom on The Ranch. Mm. She is 68. Pierce Brosnan. How old do you think Pierce Brosnan? <sighs> James Bond. 70. 70. Yeah, I'll say 72. Well, okay, 70. 70. Ah, and Danny Trejo. Oh, Machete. Machete. Oh. Is? 75? 72. 81. <laughs> 80, 80. Machete is 79. Oh. Wow. 79 years old. If you have a Not chance to 80. watch his documentary called The Inmate Number Whatever, I think it's Inmate Number One. Mm. Oh, okay. excellent. Excellent. Dude, wild to think that Danny Trejo is older than my father. That's... That's insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're built the same. Does not own, you know, fun fact, Danny Trejo. the same tattoo. <laughs> Danny Trejo does yeah, not own true. a shirt. Does not own one. He was Even when he was on the news, <laughs> he was on the news suddenly, no shirt. No shirt. It's as if he said, oh, hey, 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 hang on a second. I've got, a, a, I've got an image. Dude, that'd be a fun sketch of Danny Trejo and Matthew McConaughey going shirt shopping together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just go into an it, empty store. He keeps trying things on, and then it's he comes empty, out with those shirts. Just empty hangers. <laughs> huh? Uh, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Mackenzie Lee. <laughs> today's birthday girl has been in 456 fine films, including Asploitation's 10. Mm. Uh, since today is uh, National Barbecue Day, she was in Barbecue Boobies. D-Cup Divas 5. Everybody Loves Big Boobies 9. Horny at the Halfway House. Lex the Impaler 5. Ooh. Seduced by the Boss's Wife 7. And who can forget her role in 2005's Tear Me a New One. Mackenzie Lee is 44 years old. That's your porno birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays. And that was your crap on celebrities. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. All right, quick break. We'll come back and Moon has sport. Check, check. Happy birthday, Riz. You're listening to The Riz Show. All right, welcome back to the program. Here's sports. <gasps> the Rizzuto Show. Sports. All right, Moon, what do you got? Well. Well. I got some good news is what I got. Jack Flaherty. Delivered 
I'm talking deliver in an overwhelming outing against the National League Central Division leading Milwaukee Brewers. Flaherty reunited with catcher Wilson Contreras and uh, dominated. I'm talking dominated over seven scoreless innings. It was incredible. Did you watch, Scott? Uh, I didn't get to see. I, I watched all the, you know, they do a condensed version, and I watched that, but just watching his arm yesterday, I mean, that, he was on I was gonna say, a lot actually, of runs scored yesterday. Even Yeah, I was going to say, even the runs. condensed version had to be longer than normal. Yeah. Flaherty became the first Cardinal starter of the season to strike out 10 batters. The Cards smashed the Brewers 18-1 to at Bush Stadium. 18-1. to Cardinals, what a fun one. game. Now, it would have been lovely to spread those out and maybe win some more games, but hey, at least we are on the right track here. Mm-hmm. Cardinals scored 10 runs in the eighth inning alone. Uh, Andrew Kisner's uh, first career Grand Slam came late in an inning that he joined as a pinch runner. Check this out. Here we go. Here's a grand slam. Two balls and a strike. Nice set position. Good balance. Swing, fly ball, deep left. Kisner's hit a grand slam. Yep. Isn't that wow. sweet? Yeah. Grand no, slam. It's like he's fighting for a job on this. Yeah, no kidding. Nolan Gorman also had a homer in the inning to cap a career night with uh, five RBIs. And Nolan Arenado hit a three-run homer in the first inning for his fourth homer in as many games. Four in four. That's awesome. Thank Cardinals you. season high for runs. Season high for hits. Season best for Flaherty. Uh, gave them their seventh win in their past eight games. They've won four consecutive games for the fir- four consecutive games for the first time this season. Cards, Brewers, again tonight at Bush, 645. Hey, I do want to shout out our buddy Polo, Polo Asensio. So he announced yeah, big news, dude. Announced yesterday, uh, Cardinal Spanish language broadcast now available to TV viewers. Yeah. So you could tune in to uh, secondary audio program, so the SAP, on Valley Sports Midwest to hear Polo and uh, Benji Molina call home games. And That's I believe great. it's every game. Congratulations, Polo. Awesome. Mr. Nice Guy. Uh, so that was good news. You know, I'll stay with the good news for a second. Uh, uh, DeMar Hamlin was just handed one of NFL's highest honors. The Bills' safety has been named George Halas, uh, or Hallis uh, Award winner for his perseverance after suffering cardi- cardiac arrest during a game. The league made the announcement on Monday saying that the 25-year-old is the NFLer who overcame the most adversity to succeed in 2023. Despite his medical emergency, Hamlin has been fully cleared to play in the NFL again. I did not know that. Uh, and he's been uh, using his story to influence change throughout the country ahead of the uh, next season and to get to really get it out there about CPR training and the importance of people oh, yeah, knowing man. CPR. Uh, so let's turn from great news to ouch. And you're probably all over this, Rafe. Uh, a newly re- released court document shows police responded to an Overland Park restaurant on the report of battery involving Jackson Mahomes, but it turned out to be a much more serious allegation. According to the case affidavit released yesterday, police responded to Aspen's restaurant on February 25th, 23, after a man reported Jackson Mahomes shoved his son, who works at the restaurant. The employee told investigators that Mahomes shoved him when he tried to get his water bottle from the restaurant's office. He entered the key code to unlock the office, but Jackson Mahomes allegedly shoved him as soon as he opened the door, according to the court document. Investigators reviewed surveillance video of the incident, and it does show Jackson Mahomes pushing the employee. According to the affidavit, Jackson Mahomes tried to apologize to the employee later, but told him if he, meaning Jackson Mahomes, is in a room at the restaurant, it's off limits. The allegations against Jackson Mahomes became more serious when police interviewed the owner of Aspen's restaurant that evening. The owner told investigators that Jackson Mahomes wanted to talk to her, so the two went into her office. She said Jackson Mahomes closed the door once they were in there. Together, the owner alleges that Jackson Mahomes grabbed her by the throat, forced her head back, and kissed her three separate times, according to the affidavit. 
She told investigators she did not consent to any of the contact. At one point, the owner pushed Jackson Mahomes away from her. The court docs show that uh, he told her not to tell anybody what happened. After Jackson Mahomes left the restaurant, the owner told two nearby servers exactly what happened and showed them her neck, which had a visible injury, according to the, door, uh, the court document. She also called her boyfriend. Before he arrived, Jackson Mahomes returned to the office to tell the restaurant owner what he could do for the business, according to the report. The owner said Jackson Mahomes refused to leave the office until she gave him a hug. After he left, the owner told the boyfriend what happened. According to the affidavit, her boyfriend kicked Jackson Mahomes and his group out of the restaurant. Uh, Jackson Mahomes is scheduled to be in court on Tuesday. It seems like an entitled prick. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I, mean, I got little brothers. Patrick needs to... Rough his ass up. Yeah. It doesn't oh, look. I mean, it doesn't look yeah, good. Yeah, he sounds like a real douche, real Billy, uh, Billy Beard situation. I feel bad. I do too. Because I feel like Pat carries himself really well yeah. and is a good ambassador for his family and football. Yeah. And then he's got this guy just being a dingleberry all the time. Yep, I'm Moon, and that's your sports because avoid the clap, Jimmy Dugan. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. All right, quick break. We'll come back. King Scott's gonna make us laugh. Hopefully. I will. Hey, remember I said you get them tomorrow? Yeah. Well, today is tomorrow. I'm so confused. Well, then what about tomorrow? Well, that'll be the next day. Oh. <laughs> then that'll be today. Hey, this is Joe West. You're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, Scott, you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Headline goop. Tesla recalled a million cars and Peloton, they've recalled two million bikes. Now my point, tough times for D-bags. <laughs> Gas prices have fallen 30% in the last year. Unfortunately, they rose 10,000% three years ago. Uh, McDonald's drive-thru in Kansas broke a world record by processing 356 orders in one hour. The most, the most amazing part, six of those orders were correct. Yeah. AI predicted what 10 American cities will look like in 2050. San Francisco was just a picture of the poop emoji. Yeah. Today is National Barbecue Day. Barbecuing is the second favorite backyard cooking activity of Americans behind meth. Yeah. Uh, the weekend Got has her. started using his birth name on social media, and now it's clear why he changed his name to begin with. His birth name is O.J. Hitler. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Willem Dafoe joined the cast of Beetlejuice 2, which means Beetlejuice will be the second scariest face of the movie. <laughs> Dolly Parton unveiled a new roller coaster at Dollywood. There's also a new teacup ride in development, and the cups, they'll be made of Dolly's old bras. And, and finally, Jay-Z wants to open a casino in Times Square. Currently, the only gambling done in Times Square is having unprotected sex with prostitutes. Yeah. It's the Rizzuto Show. All right, that is it for us. Donnie Fandango is next. All right, if you missed anything on the uh, program today, the Pappy's Smokehouse recappy. Holy smokes. Uh, it's brought to you by Pappy's Smokehouse, celebrating 15 years, locally owned, world famous, two locations, including Highway 70 and Mid-Rivers Mall Drive in St. Peter's. Uh, <laughs> first of all, we had a really fun, crazy show with so many different podcast titles yeah. available. Uh, it was it was ridiculous. Um, right now, uh, <laughs> right, a lot happens. Right now, Rolling Turd with my name on it is the podcast <laughs> title, but uh, but it needs to be switched to Okay. Now I'm going with Seal. 
<laughs> you want that one? Yeah, I think I think the seal one because man, we got into a song versus song, like uh, "Crazy" by uh, Patsy Cline versus "Crazy" from Charles Barkley. Which one's a better song? That whole segment, all star, oh, yeah. all star stuff, man. Because man, we got to fight and uh, I thought we, I, I I brought it up. I thought it was gonna be a fun little you know yeah we, no we two learned, minute conversation. We learned a lot. No, not with this Learn hates young rappers. <laughs> I do yep. not hate. Hates when you were comparing people Chris named Chris to with a K. Van Halen <laughs> and talking about influence. <laughs> <laughs> I will die on this hill as well. Ah, well, do and what I you're going to do. And I said Chris Cross paved the way for Lil Bow Wow. Right, you didn't right. say nothing. You said enough. You didn't it's say in the podcast. nothing in defense of those boys. <laughs> <laughs> Check it out on the blog and the podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. All right. Uh, anything else, ladies and gentlemen? No. Uh, follow our socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. Uh, we're pretty funny people mm-hmm. on the radio and on the internet. Okay. So, uh, you know, follow us and things. All right, Donnie's, uh, Donnie's on deck here. We leave you with today's uh, Team Riz member of the day, which is brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grow, proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotset.com slash Team Riz from Lowndale, Missouri. Alan Hill yeah. is that a Team Riz member. I do, have, uh, yes. I do have one more thing, and that is, uh, well, two more things. One, um, huge thank you to everybody. We sold out both shows for Can You Feel the Punk Tonight Congrats. in less than three days. Yes. So cool. Both shows sold out. So if you waited, I told you, don't wait. It wasn't just a saying. It's like a lit- literally they will run out and they have run out. So thank you to everybody. I can't wait till August 26th. And then. Uh, oh, we just announced it. Okay. Just announced. 1057 The Point and The Riz Show, part of our comedy series. We welcome Ari Shafir to the pageant. Sunday, November 12th. Really funny dude. Uh, pre-sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. Use the code ICONIC to get your pre-sale tickets for Archfear at the pageant on Sunday, November the 12th. And that's it. That's it. Right. The Rizzuto Show Podcast. Powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs. Dobbs.